Suppress the truth and cover our eyes. Mind over mind. I looked at the system and made that divide. Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep. Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak. They got us all trapped, and that is a fact. They know what we're doing with a touch screen of math. They poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over green. They take what we need and then they sell it all back. Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked. But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat. It's control at its worst, but we let them do that. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? I was searching for this feeling too long. All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I was searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't They poison the water for poison and lights. They poison your child. They poison your wife. They poison your parents. They poison your friends. This shit is real. No need to pretend. Infect us with drugs that never get tested. We are the trial. Easy selection. They put out a scan and we there the next day. Genetics is gone and they wanna play. We open up eyes and drop on these guys who condition our kids to be part of the system. So I'm sending this out. I hope they can listen. Knowledge is power, no matter the place. You the mass genocide that they claim it is safe. All over the globe, this be the case. With a push of a button, they have you away. Someone please tell me why I waited so long I was searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it
through the Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. I think the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey like. That's the Joe Show Thursday, six to nine on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com. Your doctor, pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. So men and mass come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa, now what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons, disguises, priests, and nuns. Time to run with no place to go except Honduras. With a man called Torto Jones, selling bones. And they disguise with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs. Silver and gold, behold, the weather's controlled. By genetically modified hybrid clones, prison bunkers. The subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. Go back to 
crap. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with me, you wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. This is Jordan Page. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio.
check one, two, one, two. Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52. Listen up if you wanna survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night, conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host, Sean Raz. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. The IC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music. Meant to wake you up. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain for Toad Jones' name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. It's the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Well... Well, 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 that must mean it's Saturday night. Uh, What is it? It is May 31st, 2014. You were listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. It's going to be an exciting evening. I've got some questions I want to ask everyone. I want everybody to think about these questions that I ask you when I ask them. And and the first question, of course, that I I have that I'm going to put out there and I want you all to think about as we uh, go through this evening... As we go through every day of life, you should really think about this question. We do these things, these radio shows, these these podcasts, these um, Ustream videos. We see all kinds of people doing them. Uh, We know a lot of people that are involved in, in, in the movement in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Whether they write, whether they do a show. Uh, whether they're out there protesting or, or giving speeches. And the one question I have for everybody who's out there doing these things, <clears throat> have you became the person that you, the, 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 the thing, are you just like what you're defending against? Are you using the same tactics? Do you treat people the same way that they treat people? Do you use fear as, as your way of, of getting your point across? Do you shun people who, who don't agree with what you believe? You know, that, that's, you know, what we do here and, and what, what this, this whole idea is, is about freedom. Is about making your own choices, about doing what is good for you and your family. And that's it. It's not making somebody else believe what you believe. It's not making somebody else perform a specific way that you want them to perform or to think a specific way that you want them to think. That's not what this is about. You know, I don't... You know, Dave and I go back and forth with chemtrails all the time. And I go back and forth with a lot of people. 
and that's that's part of the fun. You know, that's that's what it is. All right, and that's all good and fine and dandy. I can deal with that. But you will see, I never tell somebody they have to believe what I say. I never say that. I never say I'm a hundred percent right. I do say I'll accept an apology when it time comes. <laughs> but you know, that's that's what it is. And I, I sit back and I watch as, as everybody's giggling in the background. Nobody else's mics are on. I'm getting salutes from Ben. Um, <clears throat> and I watch people within this this movement, within this information campaign, whatever we're going to call it, and they shun you or they get angry at you because you don't agree or believe with what they're saying. Or just because you have a slight difference of opinion, you're an idiot, or you're you're an asshole, or you're you're stupid, or you don't know what you're talking about, or you're a loon. I've been called all those things and more. You know, I'm I'm again, I'm all about what is right for you. As long as you're not hurting me or anyone else, I really don't care how you live your life. You know, I watch uh, I watch all these organizations, whether it be for race or whether it be for uh, lesbian, gay rights. They have all these. You'll you'll get where I'm going here in a second. But they have all these these organizations that as soon as somebody says something against them or negative to them, there's somebody out there suing and trying to 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 correct this injustice injustice brought against them. Well, you know, I take a lot of hate speech every day. I take a lot of of evil comments directed at me where is where is the organization that's going to stand up for the conspiracy theorists of this world as we get bashed you know regularly and evilly evilly yeah sure i'm making up words tonight you know where where is that that organization or that group to stand up for us when we're getting hate speech thrown upon us on a regular basis you know think about that as we move forward so now that I've, you know, done my, my whole little thing there, we'll bring everybody else on board now. Of course, sitting to my right is my lovely wife, Lexi. Honey, how you doing? Good. Good evening. Good evening. Special appearance by the balded one himself. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Mr. Ben Carsley is in studio with us here. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. It is uh, great to be here. I'm tweeting something out to you uh, at Sean Raz. Uh, that is kind of in the spirit of what you were just saying. Okay, I'll have to check and, that out. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm tweeting it out. I'm at B. Carsley, by the way. B-C-A-R-S-L-E-Y, just saying. And uh, so what I'm sending whore. is... I'm totally a <laughs> tweet. A I am a Twitter whore. whore, so just so you know, I'm a filthy, dirty, disgusting Twitter whore. <laughs> Hashtag Twitter whore. Hashtag Twitter whore. And, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of night we're going to have tonight. <laughs> exactly. That's the kind of evening we're going to have. But Pat Oswalt has that awesome meme I just sent out, and it's the one where he goes, you got to respect everyone's beliefs. No, you don't. That's what gets us in trouble. You have to acknowledge everyone's beliefs, and then you have you reserve the right to say, that's fucking stupid. Are you kidding me? That's right. That's why we have a First Amendment. And that's really is the theory, you know what I was going with. Let's bring Dave in also. Of course, we got the four-toted one hanging with us here. Yeah, I think this is the latest I've ever been on the show, 922. Yeah, I know. We had a, a, yeah. a long intro because we had to reset some computers. I thought Shifty was going to be going off early, so I had extra music set up. Uh, so, yeah, we did have a little uh, a little long intro there. 
Sorry, Dave. Well, let's just get it out of the way. Kemp Jail's Honduras, all right? Let's, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that solved that problem for the evening, right. I guess. <laughs> oh, man. So what do you think about what I said in the intro? Well, that's very uh, Ann Randian of you, you know? Just do your own thing and don't give a shit what anybody else does. And that's basically what it is. I mean, you could advise, you could say stuff, but, you know, you, you're, you're never really... You know, aside, you know, the chemtrail bullshit aside, you're never really pushing me on it. It's it's funny for you to give credit to Ayn Rand because, if anything, she was a fucking Nazi and wanted to absolutely say how people were going to behave. <laughs> she had her own group, actually, in the village, in the city, in, in Manhattan, in the 50s and 60s, and she had a group of people who worshipped her and followed her around called The Collective. And one of the members of that group, The Collective, Alan Greenspan. Oh, imagine that. Really? Alan Greenspan. Yes. Look it up. Yeah, well, I, 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 Hashtag I, I read know a, book. a little oh. about her. Hashtag read a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know a shitload about her. All I know is I've, I, you know, Atlas Shrugged is a movie I've seen two parts of. I've never read the book. Right. Uh, I saw a documentary on her, and basically she's just, according to the documentary, she's just, you know, do your own thing. Yeah. She's if she's a- got people following her, that's not her fault. You know, but I don't think she's trying to... A push upon she, she's dead. anybody else. She's dead, and she was trying to. And uh, you know what she was? She was a fucking wart-faced fucking whore that just totally wasn't attractive enough to get <laughs> A-level men. So she instead, I mean, I'm sorry, it's true, she looked like a bag of assholes. Whoa. But, uh, looked like a bag of assholes, <laughs> yeah, really. but I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> wow. She can you pump him up yeah. a little bit? I can, I can hardly hear him. You can uh, hardly hear Ben? Yeah. Now, now, as far as economic policy, though, Dave, you're kind of right on target. She definitely believed in more of a laissez-faire, cream rises to the top mentality. Right. So anyway, now that we got through that whole thing. Sorry, um, dude. She was like fucking... I, I don't even know who we're nasty. talking about, to be honest with you, 100%. I, I, <laughs> I, I really don't know who we're talking about. So I, I can't really, you know... You're better off. Yeah, probably am. I, I wish I didn't know what you look like now. That mug is burned <laughs> in my fucking mind forever. I'm really sorry to hear that, Ben. She's she's the kind of she's the kind of girl that even looks dry. So the reason I brought up <laughs> the reason why I brought up that question in the beginning um, is because I, I see a lot of people turning into the authoritarian authoritarians that we see, you know, running our government and and directing our policies. And I, I if we're supposed to be in here to inform, educate, and and entertain. You know, why are we insisting on behavior or beliefs by people? And, and I will tell you that I think it's being ingrained and programmed in our children at a very young age these days to follow the rules, stand in line, and don't question anybody. Yeah, and you see right, that so, a lot. So where, where do you think that indoctrination is coming from? Well, I think it starts in the schools, first of all. That's what I was looking for you to say. <laughs> well, that's the delivery system. That's <laughs> certainly the delivery system. Oh yeah, you get the children first. What did what did uh, uh, Hitler do? Yeah, the, the, well, the youth corps. Well, or the Russia, you know, the Soviet Union, all the same, really. Well, you know, our our school system is patterned after the Prussian school system, and the Prussian school system, uh, their thing was they wanted to make just good little workers. Be good little workers, right? Don't question anything. Just be, just work. We got a, we've got our our first caller of the evening also. I wonder if it's Buzzy. No, it's not Buzzy. Scott, are you there? Oh, we lost him already. Uh, 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 no, no, it's not Lawrence. <laughs> hey, man, um, I, I want to thank Ben for talking so badly about my great-grandmother. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> 
Hey man, she she should have uh, she should have used lube. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, seriously, but what the question you asked, and and this is something that's been bothering me for a little while now. Um, I hear so many people out here that are fighting for um, we're going to say the First Amendment uh, at this point in time. Um, I don't say you necessarily have to agree with what somebody else wants to do, but if you're going to fight for the First Amendment, when something comes along that you do not agree with, doesn't mean that you can stand there and fight it because then you are no better than the people that are trying to oppress us in the first place. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, I, I see that as I go through the Twitter feed or through the Facebook feed or the comments I get from people that I know. Um, and, you know, I know sometimes it's people fucking around with me. Like, you know, I know you, you're messing around and, you know, giving off your comments to try yeah. to stir the pot. But there's other people that, that'll comment. Um, and we all know the people I'm talking about. We're all the same <laughs> friends. And it just, it seems like they want it their way. And because I might not agree with how they, uh, how they believe or, or, you know, they don't like or agree with what I'm saying. It's I'm an idiot, or you know, I'm an asshole, or again, like I was saying in the beginning. So, and I just see I see it a lot, and I'm seeing it a lot more, and I don't really understand why. Like, I don't get where that's getting us I, as a as a group of individuals trying to inform, educate, and entertain. Where does that right. get us, really? Well, I I think that one of the things that's happening that people seem to be in denial over is that the discourse is getting elevated. But the reason I think it's getting elevated is because times are tough and things are fucked up, and people are feeling the pressure just to get along and just to you know make it in this world right now. Right. And I think there's a lot of stress, and we end up blowing that steam off at each other instead of the people who we really should be pissed at. Well, and we can definitely admit that there's a lot of things going on in this world right now. I Clearly, mean, it's it's way out of control we're, we're seeing all these these different events these shootings these stabbings these these just whatever i mean it's anything that anymore. guy just needed to get laid though well yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get into that yeah. one i'm sure before tonight's over um but it, just in general i mean over sneakers over whatever you know we just see so much violence in in our world right now and you have to ask what is contributing factors to all this violence um uh, you know all of you know, I believe pharmaceuticals is one of them. We're going to go over a report that came out this week. Too much sugar in the food supply. Not even sugar. It's the chemicals. It's the fake stuff. It's not the. It's not the sugar. Uh, it's the, it's sugar, the, sugar's been. And they've done some really interesting studies over the last couple of years about sugar, actually. Yeah, but if you have natural, good, real sugar, you're, you're good. In in a very low low to moderate very low low moderate supply. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, you, but you need it. It's just like salt. You need to have salt in your yeah. diet, no matter what. You still need to have some kind of salt intake. But look at all the sugar that's in peanut butter and even ketchup and stupid little things that you wouldn't even understand. There's, even bread now. There's no sugar in that shit. It's all high fructose it's, corn right, syrup. Right. Exactly. And that's <laughs> the biggest problem. You know, like we try to buy everything we try we buy. We try to get it with sugar. Now, unfortunately. A lot of that sugar is cane sugar, which is still a GMO sugar, but it's not a, it's not a, you know, the the fecal matter of a, of a bacteria that's used to make high fructose or a, yeah aspartame, you know. So hey, guess where they don't have uh, high fructose corn syrup? Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> you already got that out of the way, remember? We already discussed this. You got that out of the way. Chemtrails yeah, well, it was Honduras out of the way. It was deserved. Actually, I got chemtrails out during my little monologue in the beginning. Right. <laughs> So, you know, we, we got it out quick. Tonight. You mean sustained contrails? <laughs> Persist, persistent persistent, persistent. I always say sustained. Sustained. Yeah, like, they've been, objection. They've been sustained. bad down here this week. 
we've been getting hit pretty good this week. But we, we won't get into that because we tortured Dave with chemtrail <laughs> arguments last week. So I won't do that to him this week, I promise. You know, I, I spoke to my fucking friend who's a uh, commercial pilot. I was like, I got to get you on the show with me. <laughs> oh, do you? Why? Because I'll have an expert. Something you've never brought to the table. Well, you know, I... Does I, he explain I, negative friction? <laughs> <laughs> no, only your father could do that. No, only, yeah, only dad can explain negative friction. Honey. Did he, oh did he say that, what is it, the magic of the motion in the ocean? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the lotion on the motion Does of the know? ocean. Yeah. <laughs> did he say it's not the size of the ship, it's the motion of the ocean? <laughs> I came back and still couldn't get it right without that. Uh, you tried, though. It was a good try. I'll, I'll give you an A for effort, all right? Does that work for you, Ben? Sure. All right, good. Um, you felt you had, you had weren't feeling well when we had Scott Rickards on a couple weeks ago. Scott Rickard on a couple weeks ago. I was, I don't know why I always had an S to his. I, I went to school with Rickards, that's why. Cause I, and I sound stuffy. We had some house, house cleaning this week, and I've been having major issues with uh, allergies. So if I'm a little stuffy, sorry, guys. Trying to just started getting real bad again all of a sudden. Like, so hopefully. I'm surprised it, you didn't blame it on chemtrails. Hopefully, no, that was earlier this week. My throat was burning. <laughs> got the aluminum taste in my mouth. It was all horrible. The furniture got like all moved around and shifted, and there's yeah, like, moved. cats here. And so anyway, we had <laughs> we had Scott Rickard on a couple weeks ago, and we had horrible horrible Skype issues with him. Um, oh. You know, right? The, I remember that. The NSA did Very. not want me talking with him. Uh, cause we had him and Frank on the same Skype line and he, Frank was fine and he was just in and out constantly. So, uh, we were discussing Snowden though and mm-hmm. how the question raised what was, is Snowden a, a triple agent? Is, is, is what he's doing right now, is it part of the plan to try to distract and, and give out the information they want out and they can't just come out and say it? So they have to have it leaked out type thing. You know what I mean? I, I think that if you want to go the conspiracy route, which I'm sure you do. Of course. Uh, every member of his male member of his family was in the service going back to his like great grandfather or something like that. Right. So, I, I mean, I, it would be a perfect conspiracy type story. I don't buy it particularly. And I do say that NBC did a great job. They, I thought they were going to totally make him seem so bad and paint him a criminal and shit, but I thought they did a pretty good job of not passing judgment. So did you watch the interview yes. with him? All right. Yes, it was great, I thought. There's a good part of that interview that really stands out, and it's within the first 40 seconds of, of this six-minute clip I've got here. All right, so I'm going to let this... I want to roll this here. Hopefully uh, everything's cooperating, because I did reset everything, so hopefully we've got everything cooperating. So this is this is the, the Brian Williams interview. Um... And it's, like I said, it's right in the beginning here, so let's bring this up here. NBC's Andrea Mitchell joins us live in Washington with more on Snowden's impact. Andrea. Good morning, Mika. They're going to BS for a minute here. We'll just bring this down until they bring up the actual interview part that I want to talk about here. And you're going to find this very interesting. I don't know if you picked up on this. Is it the one where he says, I'm still working for the federal government? Pretty much. You'll say, yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Have you seen this yet, Dave? Wait, hold on. No. An explosive claim from the man who pulled off the biggest intelligence theft in American history. In his first U.S. television interview, Edward Snowden tells NBC's Brian Williams he was a bigger player than we've known. Were you trained as a spy? It seems to me spies probably look a lot more like Ed Snowden and a lot less like James Bond these days. 
Well, it's no secret that uh, the U.S. tends to get more and better intelligence out of computers nowadays than they do out of people. Um, I was trained as a spy in sort of the traditional sense of the word in that I lived and worked undercover overseas, uh, pretending to work in a job that I'm not, uh, and even being assigned a name that was not mine. Now, the government might deny these things. They might frame it in certain ways and say, oh, well, you know, he's a low-level analyst. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to use one position that I've had in a career here or there to distract from the totality of my experience, which is that I've worked for the Central Intelligence Agency undercover overseas. I've worked for the National Security Agency undercover overseas. And I've worked for the Defense Intelligence Agency as a lecturer at the Joint Counterintelligence Training Academy, where I developed sources and methods for keeping our information and people secure in the most hostile and dangerous environments around the world. Now, does this sound like a low-level analyst to no, you? No, he's definitely not. And I'll tell you something that's interesting, and it's a psychological thing, especially anyone who, who has ever done public speaking or practiced anything. He, his timbre and the way that he's uh, accentuating and his cadence in his speech right. is very polished and very, in, very intentional. Right. So, and I'll tell you what I mean. If you were well, he listen, just said, he just said that he gave... I would start here and then come down here. And then after I make my point, if I do this... As I lead you down, then I make my point again. Right. And then I will come back up here and let you know I'm starting a thought. And then as I speak a little bit lower, as I continue, I come to you will my see. Point. And this is very difficult to do if you're not trained to do it. Right. And he's definitely trained. What were you going to say, Dave? He just said that he did. Didn't he say the... That he gave speeches? Yeah, lecture. Yeah, lectures yeah. at the Department well, of Defense. He's a professional lecturer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Professional speaker. And he worked for the CIA, and he worked for the NSA. Yeah, the yeah. minute anyone says, I work for the CIA, they're lying, murderous fucks. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are you referring to? I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm What's not it? referring to anyone specifically. Oh, I, I didn't know if you had somebody in mind that you were thinking of. No, I'm just okay. saying in general, that's an evil fucking organization. That's all. So, that's a very evil organization. So... Uh, is he you ever watched twenty four? No, I'm just kidding. Is, <laughs> is he a triple agent? Is my question. Is he is he doing exactly what his job is, and is the U.S. government handling him exactly how they wanted him to be handled? You know, is he in Russia for another reason? Is that why he's hiding out in Russia? You know, it's all he's not given. He he says that he's not. He doesn't even have a computer. Well, he brought no computer stuff over there. He brought no info over there. And I think he just got some low-level job like a website company. Well, the biggest you know? issue, another big issue we have is when we had Scott on, is um, he was talking about him thinking he was he was a triple agent. Oh, shit. I lost my... I totally just lost my... You said, is Russia. he doing exactly what he was trained to do? Is he in Russia for another reason? These are the questions yeah, you ask. Yeah, I'm trying to remember why. What oh, is he I, a triple agent? I, he has no. If he I has no computer, happens, like as you're getting to the point, you forgot the whole point of what you were saying. That happens. Yeah, every once you in should one. stop smoking weed is, before the show. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with is it. Is it true Edward Snowden's sister has three nipples? Ooh, <laughs> three nipples. So anyway, I, I just I, I'm concerned about what we're seeing with this guy. I don't. You know, I've always been hesitant of him. So wait a minute. Do you think the information that he's brought to light is bullshit? No, I think it's information that they intentionally wanted out. Remember, what's what's the purpose of that? 
The only thing I could see why they would do that is to get what the public reaction would be before the real public reaction if they actually had to do something about it. Well, and also, as we all know, and this goes back to what I believe at least, you know, the elite have to inform us of what they're doing. They use TV, they use movies to get this out to us. That's Alex Jones logic, though. No, yeah. I honestly believe that, though. And you see it. Right, so because is he thinks... This, he, is this their way of of putting it out ahead of time? I, I, I think... I don't believe that. Me but, neither. Again, you don't have to believe what I say. I just say, you know... That's is Scott the, still on? No, he hung up already. Then shut down the channel, because I have the echo. It's, oh. Please. Is that better? we got to figure out why that is. Yeah, I know. Because everybody else on Raz Radio could do it, except for you. <laughs> what happened? The mix dropped out of the minus? What? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> Dave just wants to be a dick. I can tell, uh, obviously, it's going to be a no, fun no, night that, with I'm Dave. Sure, you know what? I shouldn't bitch because I have my own technical fucking problems here when I do the Katie show. Uh, yeah, that's been going over pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it sounds great. Yeah. I never... Yeah, well, as long as I don't fuck with anything. <laughs> Don't play with the knobs, Dave. Right. Especially Katie's. I can't. Paul's here. Yeah, good point. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just, I want everybody to watch what the, you know, you, you can't, you can't trust anything that comes out. And again, I, I know you guys don't subscribe to the, they have to let us know type thing, but I do. I do believe that. And you, again, you see it in movies all the time. Yeah, you, know, you just don't see it until after the fact. Movies aren't real, Sean. Movies are fake. <laughs> well, we see we see everything going on in the movie industry with all these 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 you know molestation charges Dude, coming Iron, about. Iron now. Man is not real, bro. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I so don't know. Do you, They're on their way. Do you think, do you think uh, we live in the Matrix, and that they are you know, that the elite really aren't? people that they're actually machines i don't know I, I don't know man it's how do we know we could be living in the matrix no. we could be in the what matrix if, right now what if we're in the really? matrix and the aliens are live action donkey kong is this really people. happening right now like yeah. donkey kong alien people with how barrels. do we know though they didn't know they were in the matrix how do we not know oh come on no, i'm serious then, oh, yeah. then if Think that's the case it. i want to see you bend a spoon yeah, there is no spoon. There is no spoon. There is Dave. no spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bend that something that isn't. Actually, it was just on. Was it? We gotta have a, mar- well, a Matrix marathon one weekend. I actually have a ten DVD set. <laughs> really? Of the Matrix. The third one Matrix. was terrible, though. That it's closed got all, all the Matrixes. It's got the uh, Animatrix. It's got all these cool things. It's got the uh, Reanimatrix. It's all. It's. It's. I actually haven't does, even watched. Does it yet. have the uh, gender reassignment surgery reel from the uh, Wachowski brother that got his dick lopped off? <laughs> Negative. That happened afterwards. <laughs> well, afterwards. Yeah, I, I got the I got the box set in like oh four oh five. So where is that? All right. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about made his Audi and any. <sighs> I hate I hate sounding like this. One thing I wanted to talk about, <clears throat> nearly every mass shooting in the last 20 years shares one thing in common, and it isn't weapons. Psychotropic drug! Very good. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and it's funny because Shannon, I, Shannon Burke no and prize. I... She, no. the, the hell is up with the cats tonight? Shannon Burke and I went back and forth about this on Tuesday on his show on Radio I.O. about how psychotropics are involved in 95% of the mass shootings, blah, blah, blah. No, they're not. There could just be crazy people. Yes, there are just crazy people. Yeah, and they're on psychotropic drugs. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, this, this study just came out this past week. It's dated uh, May 5th. So, okay, two weeks ago. 
this came out. Nearly every mass shooting incident in the last 20 years and multiple other instances of suicide and isolated shootings all share one thing in common, and it's not the weapons used. The overwhelming evidence suggests the single largest common factor in all of these incidences is that all of the perpetrators were either actively taking powerful psychotropic drugs or had been at some point in the immediate past before they committed the crimes. Imagine that. I Look, I do not like psychotropic drugs. I think they've made, like, in certain instances, they've made almost no progress. They make it worse. Because they hide the symptoms of crazy motherfuckers till it's too late. Right. Whereas in the past, you know, they would have been walking down the street, broken off a tree branch, and, like, clubbed a Girl Scout or something, you know, and then they go away. Right. But that doesn't happen now because they're able to keep it inside for so long, and then all of a sudden they fucking snap! Well, not only that, it also reprograms the brain, and it, it causes additional problems. Like the uh, the one of the side effects is suicidal tendencies. I'm like, how the fuck would you take a pill there, that has that? There's ones that have uh, the side effect of homicidal tendencies. There's actually right. that side effect yeah. also. You know, actually, we should not call them side effects because those are they are effects. They're <laughs> right. just undesirable effects. Yeah, the exactly. undesirable effects. Very good. I like that. That's a good one, Dave. So here goes on the list of mass shooters and the stark link to psychotropic drugs. Eric Harris, we all know him from Colorado. Uh, age 17, first on Zoloft, then on Lovex, Lo- Lo- and Dillard Klebold, age 18, Columbine shooting in Littleton, Arkansas, uh, Colorado. Uh, uh, shut that kid up! <laughs> yeah, he's, he's being a little handful with Ben here tonight. Uh, right. Jeff Weiss, age 16, had been prescribed 60 milligrams daily of Prozac, three times the average adults for adults. Uh, he then shot dead, uh, 10 dead and wounded 12. Corey Badagagar, that bad cigar. <laughs> Whew, what a name. B-A-A-D-S-C-A-A-R-D, age 16. We get, the, we, we get the, 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 the point. What do you think about this newish guy? This newish shooter? Who, who, yeah, Elliot, whatever his name is. Yeah, who I think they said he had a slight case of Asperger's. Yeah, but also he was a teenager with his hormones fucking going well, he nuts. He wasn't a teenager. He... He's 22. He's well, 22. All right. See, that's... there's a couple of things that I have problems with with this guy because everybody, I've heard somebody, people say that uh, his parents should be held accountable. I'm like, the guy's 22 years old. Yeah, when I was twenty yeah, two years old, to begin with. I was already living on my own for two years. He he needs yeah. he just needed pussy, bro. He wouldn't. Not he only that, him. everybody's everybody's jumping on the bandwagon with the fucking gun control. But guess what? He stabbed three people. He started off stabbing three people, shot three others. You know, murdered three others with the gun. Uh, actually, shot at a couple more, and used his fucking car. Right. So this guy was using all kinds of weapons. This I, I tweeted this out uh, last week. I was like, that guy was fucking pure evil. He just wanted to hurt people. Yeah, no doubt. He you was know? a bitter little prick is what he was. Yeah, little fucking spoiled cocksucker. Yeah, he really was. Well, and that's another thing. He was wealthy. He came from a wealthy family, so he never had any real responsibility, um, which is a I bet problem. you he got a fucking tr- trophy in Little League, and he was uh, he sucked at it. That's what happens, right? Everybody yep. gets a fucking trophy. Everybody what wins. What they call yeah. that? What they call that disease that they said that other rich kid had? That uh, had pussification? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the kid oh, that killed didn't. some? They killed a bunch of people in the, with a car, drunk driving, and they affluenza. got all affluenza. Oh yeah, he had affluenza because he was rich. That just and he'd been spoiled all his life. There's a special place in hell for the person that fucking made that word up. Yeah, too bad uh, there is no hell. So uh, that guy's, you know, he's going to be scot free. When I when I say hell, I mean Hoboken, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hoboken. Hoboken. Oh god, you know I don't Jersey. believe in hell. 
<laughs> I miss my friends and, and stuff in Jersey, but I don't miss Jersey at all. Yeah. It's actually, you know, I just drove through it twice. And, it's, uh, a, it's a lovely it's state nice. if, as long as you get yeah. out off the North Jersey. Once you get a little southern. Well, that's south, where I live, South yeah. Jersey, yeah. South Jersey's really the nice. The beaches are beautiful. I mean, I used to go to Ocean City, New Jersey all the time, every summer when I was a kid. Ocean City? Yeah, Ocean City yeah. over there by The dry Cape town, May. yeah. Nice dry town. It's yeah, but lovely. as a kid, it was great. Well, that is true. You don't realize it's dry when. Uh, my dad when you're would a bring kid. a cooler of beers into the friggin' hotel room. Well, yeah, you could bring alcohol in. You just couldn't <laughs> buy any alcohol in the town. Yeah, hey. So you only pay 50 cents a beer. Well, I'll tell you, there's bucks. like 50 frickin', fr- 50 frickin' liquor stores as you go over every single bridge coming <laughs> yeah. out of there. It's like the circle. It's nothing but like a bunch of liquor yeah. stores all the way around. Gee, Jersey, that whole tri state area, Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, they great food, great pizza up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why oh, I like God. Tony's. You haven't had Tony's I, pizza yet. Oh, my gosh. I had so much pizza. Uh, in the two weeks that I was up <laughs> trying to catch up on this. Did you get everything too? Did you get a chicken roll? They don't have chicken rolls down I, here. Chicken roll. Yeah, no, I didn't get a chicken roll, but I got, we got, uh, calzones. Is. Me and my friend, the first, one of the first nights there, we just smoked, ordered it, and, uh, went into a food coma. <laughs> <laughs> a food coma. Definitely. Yeah. We were at like 8.30, like we were fucking knocked out on the couch. So how do we go from, from psychotropics to pizza knocking us out on the couch? I don't know. Somebody, somebody talked about, oh, hell as a Hoboken as hell. Yeah, that's right. That was me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. So what do we all think about? Hoboken? <laughs> or pizza? Uh-huh. <laughs> psychotropics I was actually talking yeah. about. Now, you don't, you won't. I think they're very dangerous. You wouldn't take them, would you? Hell no. There's nothing that could convince you. But here's the thing, though. Certain people do... I don't want to say people should never be on medication because schizophrenics need to be on medication. And they're actually... They have plenty of drugs that have helped with certain types of schizophrenia. Nonviolent schizophrenia, mostly. Right. Um, so I don't want to speak out against all... Everything. I'm, I'm not he- saying every drug is bad and no mental patient should ever be on medication. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But what I am saying is some of these psychotropic drugs and the mishandling and misprescribing of these drugs are causing deaths. Wouldn't you say, though, that if somebody needs to be on a, on a, on a strong psych, psychotropic, like what we're seeing handed out like candy right now, wouldn't, shouldn't they be under care? You they know, should, like, like in a facility, possibly? Shouldn't there be some sort of fucking test? <laughs> some test to know that There's you should no be test. on it. They're like, oh, I feel like shit. Here, take this. That's all. That's all there is. Yeah. You, Same thing with fucking ADHD meds. There's no test for it. No, and that's there. There's a great movie. It's called uh, "The Drugging of Our Children." Restless Leg. That's my favorite. That, oh yeah, that's a great one. Like you know what I heard? Yeah, grandmother I, has uh, that. A couple weeks, uh, a month ago, I was at uh, my support group meeting, and I found out that a lot of the people <clears throat> in my support group have restless leg syndrome. Right. <laughs> but it's called I want a fucking drink syndrome. That's what yeah. that fucking leg. No, no, no. For. Well, because. Everybody's got the uh, the same disease I have, but they're all older than me, so it's advanced stages. But they're all on medication, right? And I keep I'm the, I'm always every fucking meeting. I'm like, smoke weed, <laughs> get some marijuana, you know, do do it because right. I don't have I don't have restless leg syndrome. Right, you, you know, I smoke problem. pot, I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, do you get any any kind of neurological like shake type tick type behavior? Uh, tick type tick. No, at the most, I lose, I lose balance and, uh, you know, I, I fall, I mean, I fell off my bicycle two weeks ago, um, or last week. Yeah, it was last week. You know, week, actually, I broke the bike. I, for the first time and since I'm like a teenager, I have no bicycle. How did you break the bike, Dave? I don't know. Well, the front fork broke. 
fucked up. The, the bike's like 16, 17 years old and cost me too much money to fix. Good God. Um, yeah, you I, be a little I, I more really careful when you're riding the bike. I didn't even... Look, look. Oh, my God. Can you even see it? Oh, yeah, my God. It's this little fucking scab. It's not even that bad. No, that's not you too know? bad. Yeah. <laughs> I broke the bike. I guess it's my fat ass. I haven't better fallen to break off the anything recently. Yeah, right? Exactly. Much better it's, to break the bike than Now, that's like. two. Six years ago, I crashed my motorcycle, destroyed it, and I basically got, you know, road rash. Maybe you shouldn't be on mountain two, bike. Maybe you shouldn't be on two wheels, Dave. Does that tell you anything? <laughs> well, maybe you, you should know. stay on four wheels, or at least three. No, 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 no. I, no. I, well, actually, I'm trying to get back into shape. The, the time that I spent up in Vermont, I was actually doing stuff and moving around, and it turns out my back stopped hurting. Look how crazy these guys look, Ben. Oh, yeah. From a mile away, dude. You just you walk, the on the, you walk on yeah. the other side of the street when you see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I hate I'd to say to this. Yes. And I've said this before. Both, both my mother and stepfather are on fucking some sort of meds. <laughs> well, I've got a lot of family members on meds, too. You know, and, and you know, what do you do? How do you get them off it? It's not something that you can just, you know. They don't have crazy eye look, though, like those guys. No, do. they definitely don't have crazy those, eye look. Those guys look like they should be in a hockey helmet. <laughs> well, they're definitely well over medicated. That's for sure. I could bring two friends. Yeah. What we're looking at is we're looking at uh, the dude from the Oklahoma uh, shooting. The uh, what's her name? Yeah. Did somebody say? Well, not the Oklahoma shooting, but didn't somebody say that the guy, the uh, the, the the movie theater shooting? Didn't they? Somebody say that he didn't get his mug shot till the next day because he was so fucking out of it. That's, I want to see if that's I, I actually yeah, true. Look that up because I don't know. I, I don't. I can't answer. Yeah, that I've one. heard it, but you know, a lot of stuff gets said. Yeah, you know. What's it, Lanza? Right? Yeah, uh, Adam Lanza. Yeah, that was the Lanza was uh, the color the Colorado movie theater. Yeah, Aurora, yeah. Aurora, yeah, Aurora. No, Lanza is Lanza's, no, no Lanza's yeah, uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. It was he Connecticut? Connecticut? Right. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting them all confused. All right, so what's what's sure the people are yelling at them at their uh, at their uh, computer right now? Going, you idiot, got that wrong. Got it wrong. Um, yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. It was G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> G. Gordon Liddy. Where'd that come from, Ben? I don't know. G. Gordon Titty. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? We got 54. Uh, coming up next, we got Paul Tapetti going to be joining us from Poker Face. We're going to discuss the Freedom Palooza that uh, he's pretty much one of the main, uh, main guys behind it. Uh, we will be... Unfortunately, not this year. I, I started the fundraiser too late, and uh, I, it's, I just can't do it without the funds. So we're, we're not going to be going this year, but I think next year we're going to start uh, the fundraiser much earlier, and we're going to direct everything we do towards that so we can go next year. So uh, unfortunately, it ain't going to happen this year, which I was really looking forward to going to that. But maybe next year we'll make it happen. We'll all go together. James Holmes, by the way, is the... Uh Oh, Colorado. All right, James Holmes. You never, you can't keep track with all these guys. You know, they're 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 constantly up to something. Yeah. So uh, we see that uh, what was it uh, Hernando County is uh, has eliminated fluoride again, and they didn't do it because of the health reasons. They did it to save money. Which yeah. hey, as long as they're taking it out, that's all that matters. Yeah, it'll go back in when the, when the tax base goes back up. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it was $800,000 a year, and that's how I know Jack Blood was talking about this a few weeks ago, and there was a girl that did a presentation, and, and that's all she talked about was the wasted money, and, and uh, that was how they got it out. So hopefully they can keep it out. It would be nice to see, you know. 
you know, man, I think it's just another one of those bullshit things where like people care for a week and then years later they're just going to sneak it right back in and nobody will even realize it. Yeah, they did the same thing in Pinellas. Yep. They got yeah. it out and they got it went back in the next just year. Just went in last year, right? Back it yeah. just back came in back last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah. It was gone for yeah, it's gone the whole time I lived there until last year. Yep. No, no, it was it was only gone for a year. Oh, it was only a year. Yeah, oh, they, I thought it was yeah. gone for a while. Yeah, they got it out like oh, well, or two thousand. There's different municipalities, you know, different uh, water things. So some people have it like Northern Pinellas uh, didn't uh, get it taken away. I think it's just was seen. I don't know. Chris Steiner would be the one that knew about that. Yeah, we're gonna have. He was supposed to be on soon. Um, actually, I reached out to him a couple weeks ago. We're gonna have him back on soon. Uh, so it'd be nice to talk with him. He's full of information. That's for sure. That's one of the things I enjoyed so much in Vermont. My friend lives up on a mountainside, way up the end of a dirt road, and his water comes from a, uh, a well. Yeah. And yeah. it's fucking... It, I mean, you, you, you pour it, and you look at, at... It just looks crystal clear. We used to know? go... We were telling you this when we were up in Pennsylvania. We would go... There was a natural spring up where my dad grew up, and you just go up with a cup and put it on, you know, against the side of the mountain. The water would be running down the side of the mountain. You take it right off there and drink it. It was so, it was freezing cold and it was just so good. You know, so, uh, it's amazing what you can actually get out of nature if we don't poison yeah. it with chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow. in, in our kids' lifestyle, lifetime, I believe that it, there will be a war fought for water. Fought for water? Yeah. Is this going to be like a water world? Hey, the, C- the CEO for Nestle, right? He said people shouldn't have a, a, a right to water. <laughs> well, they yeah, they they bought up a lot of the rights themselves, you know, up in in, yeah. the, in the northern states around well, their f- I, facilities. I think Nestle guy said air. They all say something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if you listen to some of these global warming guys talking about how to reduce global warming, you have to reduce um, these three factors to zero, and they all involve one of, humans. One of them's people. Yeah, one of them's humans. I, that that could be argued either way. I, I get both sides of that argument, but uh, it is definitely one of the the part of the three piece equation, without doubt. Yeah, it yeah. is. But you yeah. can't really eliminate As, humans. But, but let's let's think about what they really mean, right? Just like everybody else in this country, what they really mean is uh, assets, liability, and shareholder equity, right? right? Those are really all they care about. Right. So which one are we? Yeah. <laughs> We're assets. Yeah. They don't need that many we're, assets. We're do assets, they? and and uh, you know, and they're definitely using the depreciation equation on us right now. <laughs> they're trying to, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, we'll get into uh, Freedom Palooza when we get back with uh, Paul Tapetti, uh, and then of course the third hour we'll have our fun. This is kind of the birthday show. Ben did bring a bottle of scotch, but I only had one glass of it so far. Hey, Dave, this is the strongest stuff we had yet. It's a uh, single malt from Glenn Fittich from the, Green, the Dreamcast collection. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. good. I, I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> we both could. We barely took sips, both of us. Yeah. Really. Right. We, we but just, if I was there, we'd be trashed already. Yeah, yeah. we'd be halfway done the bottle yep. already if right. we were here. Yeah. It, we'd plus. sound like... If you remember last year, we shut the show off an hour early, thinking it was the end of the show. You, uh, and then I shut you down after that. (laughs) Yeah, and I wasn't I sleeping on the couch. Yes, yes. First you were beatboxing. Yeah, right after that. Yeah, right after you were done beatboxing. (laughs) The last time I was there with Ben, we didn't do much of the drinking, more of the other thing, and the show was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was a good show. Well, it's going to be a good show tonight because we're not drinking yet, really. Yeah, but I got one of these right here waiting for me. Oh, yummy, <laughs> yummy, 10, yummy. 15, 10, 30, I'm going to pop it. That'll put you right in time. 
Yeah. Well, I I used to think it took about you know an hour, hour and a half for the the edible to come get me, but uh, I did it just before Katie's show on Tuesday, and by eight thirty, I was like, <laughs> by eight forty five, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Nice. Always a good thing. All right, Shout guys, you're listening, Jazzy Dabs. you're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, we'll be back with you in a couple minutes while we'll Paul Topetti joining us, and we'll have some conversations about Freedom Palooza. Chemistrips.com for Jazzy Dabs. Woo! It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com
What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. The American Republic is in remnant status. The stage is set for our country eventually devolving into a military dictatorship, and few seem to care. My fellow patriots, we need a solution. I think we need everybody to read the Constitution. Oh wait, it's our duty. Ignoring it is legal to abolish the current corrupt government. It's poor as evil. It's not a new one by the people for the people. We were born equal, but the government is making super soldiers like a foreign sequel. Getting ready for martial law, total lockdown. I wish for peace and knowledge with my genie lamp. At least you'll have your own cell at the FEMA camp. Fuck the CIA agency, I break it down from A to Z. They got the guts to say to me, don't protest or make a single fuck it. Let them taser me. I will not let them intimidate or face me. I am not insignificant and lazy. I don't even know what to say lately because the system made me crazy. We need a second American revolution. What the hell of a revolution? Responders can't get health care. If you and I don't, then nobody 
will care And now they want a carbon tax They might as well sell air Are you just gonna sit there And let the new world order Piss in the food that you order What will you do in your corner You've been abused and extorted And the truth is distorted Before the news gets reported But the clues are important Before the music's recorded Because the youth is important I hear a clue just like horn I see the jewels in your sport I say you're glued to your fortune This is for the water boring And the people they've tortured Cloaked in Christianity Preaching the Lord's word I had this as a premonition Before it occurred this is for the suppressed technologies that they're hiding from us. For the people in power that keep lying to us. The international bankers in their eyes I see lust. The truth will come to the light. You can't disguise what you've done. We gotta band together, do what we can to spread the knowledge. Pass out documentary DVDs at every college. Like freedom to fascism, loose change and end game. You watch these films and it'll never be the same. Check out Coast to Coast AM, Infowars.com. Don't worry, I've got more. Disclosureproject.org. Mike Shaner from, hell, I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> Mike Shaner from examiner.com. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Is that all you want to? <laughs> all right, guys, welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Ah, the second hour. Winding up to the third hour, the fun hour. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So as we move into the second hour, like I said, we're going to be bringing on Paul Topetti here in a second from uh, Poker Face, the band. Up in, uh, let me think here. Well, we'll get exactly where when we get him up here. I hope you guys got your break on correct. I hope you're ready to... to to learn some stuff, because we're going to talk about all kinds of different things here as we as we move forward with Paul. Let me bring everybody else back in first here. We got uh, Lexi, we got Dave, everybody there? Yo. Hello. I'm here. All right, we got everybody back up there. Let's bring Frank out. Bye, Frank. Nice hearing you again, as usual. Love to hear Frank. And I'd like to bring Paul Topetti in. Paul, you there, buddy? Paul, do I have you? Well, did I lose him? I'm here, brother. Oh, there you are. All right, there we go. We got you. So, Paul, I'd like to welcome you to the first 52. Like I said during the break there, I got a, a room full or you know, a Skype in a room full. Uh, <laughs> on my it. on my Skype, I got uh, Forto Jones. He's my co-host, my main co-host. Go ahead, Dave. You want to say hi? Hey, what's going on, man? It's going pretty good, man. Good, good. Then, of course, to my right is my wife, Lexi. Good evening. It's so cool that uh, she's into, or you both are into the same thing. It, it definitely makes uh, the marriage and the relationship so much easier. It really when does. You're on the same page. Yeah, it really does. It started out really strange because I she thought I was a loon at first, and then as I started presenting <laughs> things to her, because she's a smart woman, as right. I started showing her facts and, and evidence and everything, truth, she went, truth is self-evident, brother. Yeah, exactly. She started coming around, and right, honey. You did get a little Mel Gibson conspiracy for a minute. <laughs> I'll tell you that story, Paul. You did scare me for a second. Yeah, I'll tell you that story. Let me introduce Ben. We got Ben also here. He goes yeah. by Ferris. Hey, Paul. How you doing? 
How's it going, Dad? Hey, I would love to hear the Mel Gibson story about yeah. Raz. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'll tell that one real <laughs> fast. See, Paul, when I first woke up to this whole you know conspiracy yeah, world, what's your hot button, man? What's um, your trigger? Honestly, and I tell this all the time, it was Obama's election. Uh, I wow. was 2008. I, that's crazy. Yeah, I was actually the you know the right wing. Love George Bush. Let's go you know let's go nuke them all. Just kill all the Arabs because they're the bad guys. They're the ones that attacked us on 9/11. I was that that guy. Uh, and then when Obama got elected, I got angry, you know, just like every average white guy did, you know. And it, it caused me to actually dig deep into things, and that's when I found Alex Jones and and started learning through there. And uh, I will get into that also later as we get on into this. But my, my, whole, my whole awakening was weird because we had our son. Obama was just elected, and uh, I came across the Obama deception. And I sat okay. there watching the Obama deception for probably two weeks straight. Every single night, I watched it. I had a legal pad, a yellow legal pad, that I literally filled up with questions. Just like <laughs> scribbling and frantically watching this documentary <laughs> and like all sweating and shit. I'm like, whoa. Hi hieroglyphics <laughs> on the wall. And how long were you married? Uh, <laughs> we weren't even married at that point yet. We had been well, together for... About a year. A year and a half, because we like already had Mikey. Half, yeah. yeah. So she's looking at me like I'm crazy. She's like, what's wrong with you? You know, what's going on? And uh, one of the first things I think that brought her to my side, and, and my co-host here is going to laugh when I say this, because he's on the opposite side of this topic. I might laugh, too. I'm just warning Well, it was, I thought it was the chemtrails. The day we sat outside doing no. the yard sale, and you're like, no. no, that doesn't make any sense seeing that. No, that wasn't it? What brought you over then? I don't know. I think it was like a really slow trans. I don't know that I was brought over. <laughs> First of all, that sounds strange. When did you join the cult? Um, yeah, it does sound Coming cultish all side. of a sudden. So that's my story on that, Paul. Go ahead, honey. We just start opening your eyes, you know, and and really paying attention. We weren't really paying attention. We were just having fun and right. Well, you're having fun or busy and, paying bills yeah. or working to pay the bills and. It wasn't just really caught a up thought. in a rat race. You yeah, know? yeah, just, exactly. So that's all. Yeah, so that yeah, that's how I got there. Um, the other folks in the room here, Ben's kind of. Well, I don't want to answer for you, Ben. Where do you put yourself in the spectrum of crazy to uh, sane? <laughs> I don't know because there's. I'm all over every issue. Like I'm not. I don't have one side where I'm always going this way or always going that way. Right. I'm split on a lot of them. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that it's too hard to believe that the government does fucked up shit. We already know that they're spying on us, and it was not a shock to anybody when Snowden came out and said that they are watching all your moves and recording all your calls. Well, no, I mean, nobody guys. was shocked. Us crazy guys have been saying that for years. Yeah. You know? For it's years, just... been decades, man, seriously. Yeah, really, absolutely. And when, you, and when you saw, I mean, to me, you go, what sets me off, my hot-button topic, is probably when, when you see the people fucking with your money and the 2007-2008 crash when they just basically p were profit takers and right. basically you know squeezed the last penny out of the American dream and pissed it back right. at everyone and not only did they take all our money because th here's the thing that people don't understand they don't think about it this way when they go all that money's gone that trillion dollars disappeared it didn't disappear somebody bought shit that was a million dollars for a dollar because they wanted to because right. they manipulated your currency in the market 
So that was your that was what you drove you to start paying more attention and, and things like that. I would say that's what made makes me that's my personal hot topic issue is it drives me crazy when I think about the money manipulation and the, the big valuation of our currency all that. Yeah, and and you know the the basic uh, the fact that we're all serfs basically. You know we're yep. all indentured servants from the day we're born. Exactly. Like global plantation. You got it, brother. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And Dave, uh, Dave Fortoed, we call him because he's missing a toe on one foot. Uh, that's a whole other story in itself. <laughs> and he's, he's, I love it, man. He's got character already. <laughs> <laughs> he's from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Bro- the Brooklyn, right, Dave? Correct. Uh, he's from Brooklyn, New York. He's been down Florida area. We're all down here in Florida. Um, about eight Park? years, nine years. Um, southwest. He's in Tampa. Okay. I'm. Uh, uh, I'm actually at the belly of the beast because I'm right off of Boca Grande, where the the bushes and and the Clintons vacation. I'm literally like 14 miles from their hotel that they stay at when they're here. Wow. Yeah, and uh, okay. uh, there's a CIA, an old CIA airport, maybe five miles from me, and it's where they used to, this region was where they, they flew all yeah. the drugs in the 80s. Into and, and don't sure. forget CENTCOMs West Palm in Beach Tampa. has got Wacken Hut and Dincor and all that other good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's that's on the other yeah. coast from us. We, we got CENTCOM yeah. in Tampa, too. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got <laughs> one of the major CENTCOM bases yeah. in, in Tampa there. So yeah, we're in the middle, we're in the belly of the beast here. Just most people don't realize <laughs> that. So Dave's from Brooklyn. Um, he was actually in New York on nine eleven, and that's that was as, as was I. He was, was working. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You were in. I forgot you're from New York also. Yeah. I always forget about that. So Dave, what was your what was your button? Let's give Paul what your button was. What brought you to where you sit now? The the volunteerist uh, that you are. I was watching. I was told to watch the movie Zeitgeist, and I watched it. And my jaw hit the ground because a I played Escape from New York that day. Uh, I don't even remember Building <laughs> Seven falling down at all, and it just introduced the uh, the idea that the government could do this to us. And uh, it's been a downward spiral ever since. What year was that, Dave? Oh uh, seven. Oh seven. Oh wait. So, so we're all pretty much you know newly aware to what's going on for the most part. Now, Paul, uh, based on my knowledge of your history, you've been in the music business for 20 years at least. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, ever since I graduated, I moved down to Allentown, and uh, I've been doing Poker Face since 89. We went political in 94, but I've been playing music since I was two, so it's been my whole life. The year I graduated high school, you went political. How's that for you? <laughs> and now, I, I grew well, up in South well, Jersey, just so you know. Okay, I grew up Don't in make South guess Philadelphia. South, yeah. See, you know, my father was a DJ in Philly. You know, this is one of the things I didn't tell you. He was a DJ in Philly for thirty plus years on the oldie stations. Okay, uh, Magic One Hundred One or something like that. Uh, he was originally on uh, Magic, which was one oh fuck one oh four nine, I think, or one oh four seven. And then he was on Oldies ninety eight for fifteen years and Solid Gold one oh two for like eight years. Nice. So yeah, he he was all up through that area. But uh, so I forgot that's where you were from, Philly area. Uh, so you've been in music for a while. You went, like you said, you went political in '94. Um, one year anniversary of the Branch Davidians getting uh, murdered by the government when the government acted as judge, jury, and executioner in my name. Is and, that uh, when Waco? Yeah. Yep. Is that what? Yep. Is that what really got you going? Is that what kind well, of trained you? I've been you? aware of this stuff because both my parents were, you know, teachers and professors, and my mom was reading the good conspiracy books in the late '60s and. I'd be in the back seat waiting for my dad to come home on the train so we could go home. And my mom would be getting, like like you are, whatever the hot button was, and she'd be, like, reading the book, and she'd be like, damn those Rockefellers. And I'd be in the back seat going, <laughs> Rockefeller. And she'd read some more, and she'd be like, damn those Rothschilds, they just own everything. And I'd be like, Rothschild or Frothy Child or whatever I call them then. 
be all bankers start wars, man. I'm like, bankers are bad. Bankers are bad. And my mom will like turn around and see me, like her eyes open wide open and the gas like, shh, Paul, you can't tell this to anybody. They think you're nuts. So those are my beginning words, like two, three, four years old. So, and the rest was traveling and seeing what the rest of the world lives like to know that I was blessed being born an American, man. So I've always lived my life that he was, he, he was blessed with much, you know, much as expected of them because there's lots of people out there that are voiceless and do, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you guys have individually seen around the world, man, but we, we have a good here, man. And, uh, I don't want to be devalued to where everybody else is. I'd rather bring everybody else up, you know. So you I, I was just in Dominican Republic, uh, last month. So I, there you I, go, could, man. I could tell you, you it's saw rough. The third world, brother. Yep. Yeah. I was going to ask you, where have you traveled to? Was that with the band traveling, doing shows, or did you travel, um, just on your own to see the world, you know? Well, thing. like I said, both parents were teachers, professors, and, uh, you know, we traveled Europe, we traveled uh, into Africa through Morocco, traveled into uh, Turkey, um, traveled all, all up and down, you know, the, the Americas. Um, just uh, If there was a pyramid on, on, on the America side, my parents were going to it, driving to it. Oh, like, wow. uh, you know how you were in uh, grade school, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and you come home from summer vacation and a teacher would ask, like, little Bobby, what did you do when, you know, for your summer vacation, little Bobby would be like, well, I went down to the shore with my family for a week, and uh, she go, uh, "Little Susie, what did you do for for summer?" Well, I went and visited Grandma up at the Poconos for you know for a month, and then they're like, "Hey, little Paul, what did you do this summer?" I was like, "I was climbing up and down the Pyramid of the Sun and Moon down at Teotihuacan, weren't you?" Because <laughs> I thought that's what everybody did, man. But you know, you grow up and you find out that wow, you had a little different upbringing than most. Oh, that's neat. That's good. That, that yeah, would be a neat way to grow up. Definitely, that's cool. Experiencing that kind of stuff, yeah. absolutely. Seeing, seeing all well, after your twentieth pyramid, when you're eight years old, you kind of like, really, mom? Another, <laughs> another pyramid? Do we have to go see this anymore? Yeah. Is there an ice cream <laughs> shop near there? <laughs> Where's the Ferris wheel? <laughs> All right, so what we brought you on for tonight, Paul, uh, you know, we got a basic background on you there. We'll, we'll get into some more stuff as we move along, but I want to, I want to bring up the main thing that we, we brought you on for tonight. Sure. And, and that's Freedom Palooza. Uh, you, you and I had gone back and forth. Uh, I'm not going to have the funds this year, um, but I'm going to start, I'm going to start raising real early next year, and I'm going to come up there and do a live broadcast the whole weekend and everything. I just can't. Probably we would love year. that, man. That'd be great. Yeah, hopefully next year we'll be able to pull it off, and we'll do some radio, we'll do some audio, video, the whole nine. Um, just unfortunately this year we can't do it. But let's talk about what you're doing. So I want to help promote it, even though I'm not going to be there. I still want, you know, I still want to bring people to it for you. So, tell- uh, brother, appreciate it. You know, just getting the word out is everything. Um, tell us the yeah, basis be- about it first of all. Like what, what, what. It's the fourth year, correct? Right. All right. So what what spurred this idea uh, four years ago? Go go in the Lollapalooza concerts, man. You know, seeing seeing Alice in Chains, Rocket, and the, the the whole thing that came along with it, the two stages, and like we don't have the circus freaks, okay, but we have you know good speakers that tell the truth, and you know we have vendors that are growing, but it's basically uh, a place, and, and we like to take this nationally, and we have like six other states that would love to have us. I just have to get the funds to make it. A traveling thing, but Lollapalooza brought a lot of great bands. You don't have to like every band, you know. Wait 15 minutes, there's another one jamming, and uh, just the the whole thing of bringing music brings the people out, brings the youth out, and uh, if we can put the youth with some intelligent speakers that that tell the truth and have the balls to tell all the truth, no, you know, who, you know, everybody's sacred goat be damned, and uh, I, I think that if you have it in a safe, festive environment, like. The, the children become feral there, man, because it is a safe environment, and they, they travel in, in herds and packs. It's great to see. <laughs> it's, Seriously, man, it's it's a wonderful thing to see. They're, 
there, there's a stream that goes by that goes into the Delaware River. So if it's a hot day, because it is the middle middle of summer's Fourth of July weekend, um, you know, people cool off. There's a couple of watering spots that you, it goes up to your neck. And then, um, you know, it's beautiful to see Friday morning, uh, 4th of July when everybody's camped out with their campers, their tents, and the, the party really starts. But, uh, Thursday is going to be the, the soft build where we're going to have three bands, three speakers. And then, uh, Friday, Saturday, we're going to have 10 bands, 10 speakers each. And then, uh, you know, people leave on, on Sunday. It's 30 bucks for the whole weekend, $15 per day. We, we're, we're trying to keep it inexpensive just so that, you know, everybody in the Patriot scene that I know of is poor. Yeah. And all I want is an excuse to bring people together. And I, and our stick is, uh, Freedom Palooza is where patrons become friends because you actually have time to sit down around the bonfire each night and, and go hang out with Jim Traficant and, and pick his brain, man. And, uh, actually get some real answers, like what goes on in Congress and, and you know, who put you away in jail and why and, and just find out the real reasons why things happen. And, um, or Jim Condit, uh, he's the guy on Vote Scam and he worked with the Collier brothers and it started the whole thing long before, uh, Beth Harris and Black Box came along. Um, but these these are leaders within the community that have been telling the truth for so long that they've had to pay the price, whether going to jail or ha- having their wealth taken from them, or you know, dirtied up in in the Jews media or whatever. Man, it, it's always one thing after another. But these this is uh, an event that people can come together. Doesn't matter, brother. We we preach Americanism, man. We don't preach hyphenism, okay? Right. And we don't care what color you are. If you want me to see you colorblind, stop being a Mexican American. Stop being a gay American. Stop being a Jewish American. Just be American, man. Yeah, get rid of that hyphen. I pl- applause from Dave. Applause from Dave on that one. And I agree with you on that. That's that's part of the problem. Is is there's always some kind of separation or divide. Dude, it's how the Bolshevik divides and conquers us, man. Okay, yep. because they divide us on our smallnesses instead of allowing us to come on the eighty percent together that we're all getting screwed on. Okay, so once we become free, once we come together, hang together instead of being hung hung separately. Surely, okay. Let's beat back the the beast that is, is screwing us, that's listening in on every conversation, that knows every transaction that we do, that's following me on the streets, taking my license plate down, okay, all these things, that, that's dirtying up my skies and polluting my, my food supply, okay, let's all focus on the beast, and once we vanquish it, I don't really think that the 0 to 20%, we're really going to give a shit about it anymore, because we're going to be too busy living free. It's, okay. fu- it's funny you say that, Paul, because I opened up the show today talking about, have you become the evil that you're here to defend against? You know, do you do you come out as um, a better than the? Not, and I don't mean you, but I mean as you. Yeah, as you say. Yeah, right. as you're sitting thinking about yourself, do you come out and do you force your beliefs on people, or do you just provide your belief and say, "Hey, this is what I believe. This is how I'm going to do it," and you do what you need to do, and I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to inform you what I believe in. You know, I, I think we see too many people within this movement or whatever the hell it is we're going to call it. That that if you're not with them, you're completely against them. And against you're an idiot. Them, yeah, dude. Um, that that's what that's what keeps keeps us from winning, man. Is we're all we all got our own little cliques, man. Okay, instead of like just coming together on the things that we all can agree upon, okay, mm-hmm. then we're going to continue to be conquered. All right, and like turn the Bolshevik terms that Trotsky came up with, like uh, racist and racism. Dude, there, there's there's already words like bigotry, but when they they put in a political sense. It creates a, a whole uh, agenda where you know whitey is bad and, and everybody else is great. It's like really, really. Yeah, it's, it's, like, I, you know what? It's hard. Go ahead, I Dave. personally, I personally hate when somebody says reverse racism because it's not reverse racism. It's, it's racism, racism. Right. or it's just bigotry, or it's just you know they they say reverse the racism for a reason because they say it to devalue. Uh, anyone who happens to be white who's a victim of racism. That's why they do that. They devalue right. it. And I, look, I, 
believe me, I am the furthest thing from racist. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have but no problem. I don't even use those terms, okay? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm half Mexican on my dad's side. Growing up in school, I've had six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds call me better names than the idiots that try to, like, you know, tell me names today, right? <laughs> Where they call me, like, Muds and Latrinos and, and Spick and Beaner. I laugh at those people, but I never in my life ever called them, oh, you're a racist, man. Okay, <laughs> dude, that just is idiocy, man. And it's also the language of the enemy, so I'm not going to use right. it. Okay? Nice. And I'm going to try to come together with my brother. Brother, I put black supremacists together with white supremacists on the 80% solution. Okay, if I can get them talking together on that, then there's hope for America. The okay? 80 20 rule. Yeah, 80 20. There it's, you go. It's the best rule to have. You know, you, Thank you, man. We're and not going to. preaching for 20 years, okay? With the 80 20 rule? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very great rule to follow. We all try to follow that. You know, we're not going to agree. My co-host doesn't believe in chemtrails, and I believe that they're killing us, you know? But Dude, we look up David Keith in geoengineering, man. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's what I tell them do. all the time. I'm I not going to get into this with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to Freedom Palooza. Uh, one of the things, you know, when we were discussing if we were going to come this year, because we have young ones, um, you know, Lexi, my wife, was all concerned, you know, this is going to be a party. So I, as I'm reading through the page, Beverage warning. Only alcoholic beverage allowed is beer and cans only. No hard liquor. Don't need people losing their minds, but we encourage people to have a good time. So, Amen, man. Yeah, I love that you put that in there because, you know, hard alcohol can really take you off the deep end. I, I can. And, and the reason for the that. beer cans is because we, we got lots of kids running around. We don't need glass to be breaking and them cutting their feet up. Right, exactly. So, well, that's, we live in Florida, dude. We go to the beach all the time. You have to take cans to the beach. Can't take oh, glass. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so let's talk about some of the people that'll be there. Uh, let's start with the bands first and we'll get to the speakers. Uh, uh, you're, you're one of the main organizers of this, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, yeah, Poker Face, we, we play every night. We, we have an hour, but what that is is basically a buffer. So for however, there, there's, there's times on days that we don't play at all because it's been more important that, you know, Mr. Trafficon has the, the whole time to speak to the crowd. He came there to be the feature speaker. If we don't play, it's okay, man. You know, it's not about us. It's about bringing the people together. But we, we book ourselves each day so that we can have that buffer zone. So sometimes we get to play 40 minutes set. Sometimes we get to play five minutes. And then have or sometimes we don't play at all, but we, we play at least Sometime during that festival, other other bands that are are, are like, uh, I know you had Payday last year. Um, is he a couple years back? ago? Yeah, Payday moved out west, and he dude, he's dying to come out. He just he has no 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 ride out. I didn't know he left Philly. Yeah, he left Philly. He's uh he's oh. out with his girl on the west coast, man. Nice, good for him. I don't know if it's it's above or below the border in Canada. I don't know if they're in Vancouver, if they're in Seattle area or whatever. Uh, see, we but, got uh, we got some friends up in Canada also. Um, uh, Mr. Right. Burns from Heist Click. I, now, did you ever figure out who Heist Click was? No, but uh, I checked out some of the rap, and if if you want to bring him down, dude, he'd be more more than cool to you know. Yeah, I, well, next year maybe we can look him up because I okay. know he, they're actually going to be doing touring. Uh, uh, I didn't realize that at the time, so okay. uh, we'll get back with that. So who else is going to be there? We got Poker Face well, will be there playing. Who else you got? Hey, okay, like like Heist, okay? Uh, Glad Atsum wants to uh, come. I'm still trying to get him for this year. Uh, the guy is an international uh, saxophone player. He wrote The Wandering Who. He tells the truth about the Jew and. Uh, the, the you know the ADL and people like that lose their minds over him, but uh, Gilad is uh, is from England, and uh, his friend to come, hopefully will come this year. He's got a backing band with Trevor Labonte and uh, Karina, and uh, I don't know, man. That'd be that'd be awesome just to just to have his presence there because you know not only can he play, but he can he speaks rather well. All right. uh, I don't know if you know of a band called Secret System, Secret. Lehigh Valley band that uh, sounds very Floydish, okay. and the message is one of freedom. Uh, another lo- local Lehigh Valley band called The Tank. 
uh, the three pieces, just Rocket Man, and um, I, I highly recommend that you uh, you check them out, both of those bands, especially on the uh, Patriot Music side. And then there's there's a lot of uh, acts from the the Lehigh Valley that you definitely would not know. <laughs> it's surprising that there's that many freedom liberty type bands in in the Philadelphia Lehigh Valley area because. I mean, again, I grew up in that region. I, I moved out of that region in 04. 03, 04 is when I left Jer South Jersey, Philadelphia region. And I just, I, I never noticed that big we've, of a... We've been busy mentoring groups, man. <laughs> I guess so, man. It definitely sounds like it. Um, so what kind of speakers will we will we see? Uh, I keep bringing up Travis Campbell. Will he be back there again this year? Uh, definitely. And he's got uh, a, a new plan to save America. Kind of like, I, I told him to like, dude... You need to get into the computer age, and instead of the Ron Paul revolution, it should have been the Jim Chaffgrant revolution because you can talk all the truth, man, and you can go after the enemy with with you know stones. And um, he finally put something together. Uh, I don't know if I agree with it 100. percent I'm still investigating myself on his uh, economic policy because it's a it's a big push. He wants to do away with the IRS. He wants to do away with a lot of things and just have like a, a standard. Uh, I think either 15 percent, uh, like a flat uh, tax type called? thing. Yeah, flat tax. Not. Not not flat tax like a, an IRS, but like uh, what you pay at the counter, a sales tax. Oh, uh, um, uh, um, Dave, what's that called? Va value added value tax. Added value added tax. tax. There it is. Yeah, that's okay, it. I, sorry, it took me a while. That's all right. So, but he's he's kicking it off in D.C. on the nineteenth, but he's going to be talking to us the the weekend of the fourth of July first. So that'll be cool. Um, I, I got an email from Cynthia McKinney that was asking for uh, the 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 time and the place and the where's. It'd be awesome to have her there. Uh, she was on the flotilla uh, for Gaza that she got sprayed, you know, with gas while she was on it. Oh, yeah. And um, a few other people did, too, and some of them were coming down with something. But I would love to hear her story. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to not like black people, but uh, I have, like, a, a couple of them speaking. <laughs> <laughs> coming in to talk I have, a little uh, bit? I have Larry Sinclair, who told the truth about Obama and his, uh, and his uh, you know, sexual identity. And... Uh, He's come in to tell the truth about that and update what he's been doing lately. That's an interesting one. I haven't heard that one yet. Larry Sinclair, I'm going to have to look him up. Yeah, Larry was the one that basically said that Obama was gay and he had sex with him in the back of his limo when he was in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I do remember hearing that, I think. I yeah, he took a, took a couple of lie detector tests, you know, be, passed, passed them. And it wouldn't be surprising, that's for sure. You know, no, no, I, I always say that Michael's his beard, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so true. Uh, all right, so we got some of the speakers there. We got some of the bands. Oh, well, I'll tell you some more of the speakers. Karen Kwiatkowski, whistleblower, uh, lieutenant colonel, retired lieutenant colonel from the Air Force. Uh, Phil Berg, uh, assistant attorney general of uh, Pennsylvania that uh, has a site up called Obama Crimes. I mean, since, since these are some of the, the pieces of shit that are harassing me, man, I might as well, like, you know, bring some of their, their favorite folk to the to the event, you know? Might as well, absolutely. So, yeah, Freedom Palooza is, is a gathering of, of all the Nerdy Wells that, uh, you know, need to know that they're loved and that they're supported and that, you know, we need to come together and just bright minds can, can think of some great, great solutions, man. And just, just my band alone, we, we got great solutions to a lot of the ills of this country, man. So now, you know, you, you see all these different, uh, thought patterns on, um, how we can correct the issues we see in this world. Uh, you have things like, um, What's the zeitgeist type idea with the uh, what do they call that that society, um, Dave? What's that called? The society that zeitgeist suggests. Oh, I can't remember it. 
you know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I, yeah. know, I know what you're talking about. What, what uh, do they I've call that? It. Do you know, Paul, what that society is that they call it? Um, it's, it's a one-word thing. And yeah. It's a resource-based economy. Resource-based economy. Thank you, Dave. I knew you'd come up with it eventually. Um, and then you see other solutions like the libertarian ideas, and you see solutions like the volunteerist ideas. You see solutions like the anarchist ideas. Um, what? Where do you base your idea of solution at? Uh, when it comes to solving some of the problems we see out there today, um, I'm more of the forefather method, man. Uh, you know, uh, I'm all about the farmer, and I believe if you free the farmer and let him grow the economic crop of, of hemp again, where he can actually be the economic engine of each county like he used to be, then uh, he'll he'll fund a revolution in this country that we've never seen before because the the hemp will will be grown for fuel, for fiber, for food, for whatever we need. Fifty thousand products that the local community could be making and not importing from China. Okay. All right. I'm down with that. Start, everything starts local if it's going to be a solution. Okay? That's yeah. That's pretty much the way to have to go. Is start it locally, and and the biggest so problem we one, have, you have with to that. Feed your people, and two, you have to give them jobs. So when the the farmer's producing the natural resource, you know, Greg over there is going to turn it into fuel. You know, Mary over there is going to bake it into some uh, some hamsels like Brother Sean House does with his his beautiful. Co- oh, he's another guy that's coming up to speak event. Sean House. Howes, H-O-U-Z-E, he's, uh, he's been big on the hemp side of life. I think I met him at the first Libertarian convention that we went to in 2004 down in, um, Atlanta. He, he was, he was, uh, set up there and we've been friends since. He just has great products. Um, so yeah, we're, we're gonna be employed. We're gonna ha- have fuel. We're gonna have to import it or, or frack it out of the ground. So once again, you have a, a viable economic engine producing for everybody in the county. So, other ideas would be like county credit unions, so we're not paying banking fees. I'm into hanging bankers, you know, once they've had a a, a fair trial, you know, jury of their peers, and you know, String if, you want, free, if you want to free America, let's line up all the bankers that put us into debt, and basically, you know, have a fair trial for them, like Nuremberg too, and let the cards fall where they may. I, I think Iceland is a great example of a solution. What happens when uh, banking systems out of control? Um, I think things like garbage. Garbage seems to be another big problem in this world. So there, there's uh, something that's coming on board called thermal depolymerization, where you add heat and you add a pressure in water, and it breaks down into its basic components. And uh, we wouldn't be having like you know, what would it be like Rhode Island size, you know, island floating in the middle of the Pacific and Atlantic of plastic. You know, yeah. that garbage would not be took. There, it's amazing. It, was. it is amazing that there are like iceberg-sized mounds of plastic floating it's in the ocean. No, yeah. it, the, the one in the, the Pacific uh, is the size of Texas. Yeah, it's oh, insane. it's grown. Okay, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I, I haven't been updated on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I can only follow so much, man. My brain can only have it only has so much capacity. I've learned. <laughs> I, I, I probably forgot what probably more than most people have learned in this world, man. So it, it is amazing how quickly these things develop and change on us, uh, constantly moving forward. Um, you know, I, I'm going to have to reference this because, and I, I want to understand it. As I searched for Freedom Palooza, Paul, um, I come up with the, and I, I'm not. This is not. Don't take this the wrong way, but I, uh, if you search Freedom Palooza. The second or third link comes up saying anti-Semitic running Freedom Palooza. So let's address that and let's, let's really kill that whole theory because I'm friends with Jack Blood and I, I, you know, I've listened to your interviews with him and he really stands strong with you and stands strong with what you say. And, and a lot of people mistake, mistake what you're saying, I think, and put it the wrong way. So I want to give you an opportunity 
to try to make it understood in a way that that maybe people won't mistake well it seems like there's only one group that you can't talk the truth about and in a free society that's unacceptable so what poker face has done since the the jews media isn't going to tell the, the truth about the crimes of their tribe or 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 the criminals then we have taken upon our mantle to do that it's not the only thing we talk about we talk that's like five percent of what we talk about but it's the only thing that grabs attention that that the parasitic groups of the ADL and SPLC and, and other Jewish groups are concerned about because what happens is we expose a lot of their sacred goats. And they need to be exposed if America is going to be free. And the problem with America is, and with most of the patriot, you know, people out there, whether it be book writers or video makers or talk show hosts or whatever it is, bands, when it comes to the Jew question, where, where do you stand? Can you tell the truth about it or not? If, if you're not telling the truth about it, then you're denying 60-80% of the information to the people out there for them to make an informed decision. Okay, it's the 800-pound gorilla smashing up everything in the room that nobody wants to talk about. Look, man, I've seen people starving in, in Morocco. I've eaten a watermelon, spit out the and spit out the seeds and the rinds and thrown it on the sand because it's biodegradable and leave and watch 12 little black kids come out and eat what I had left. Right. Okay? Real poverty. It's, that that is so, true pro- poverty compared to what people think here in in our country. Uh, and, and, what and poverty, welfare is. poverty is nothing compared to real poverty. Okay, where, where people live on mud or on dirt floors and have mud streets. Okay, um. So anyway, to me, not to be able to tell the truth in a supposedly First Amendment country like America, because my Canadian friends, like off the top ham, he can't even tell the truth. They they have him in some kind of thought crime prison right now. Up in Canada. Okay? Arthur Topham in Canada. Yeah, Arthur look Topham. him up. Yeah. Anyway, that's not America for me, man. And I've had family here before the French-American War fighting every war that this country's been been in. Okay, so my family's bled for this country, and I take that personally. So when somebody tells me I can't talk about something, I'm like, well, why can't you talk about it? Well, it's not polite company, or it's not right, or it's not. Why is it right? The truth is the truth, and at the end of the day, that's all I care about. And what happened with us in Poker Face is... We kept going down that rabbit hole where others didn't want to go down because they, they, they feared to, to, to tread the word to go. All right. People could talk anti-Muslim crap all day long, man. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They could talk all about Sharia law, but hey, no high law got enacted in 91. And why aren't you concerned about that? What right? is, what is that? What is no high law? Tell me what that is. No high law got passed in 91 as an education bill on the rabbi, I think, Schneerson. And basically the no high laws are, you know, what, once the Bolsheviks are fully in power, and we've seen what happens when Bolsheviks are fully in power, like they did to white Christian Russia and, and white Christian Ukraine. They murder whites, okay? That's what they do. Their own people, I've got several quotes from leaders, both secular and rabbinical, of how they want to murder the white race from the face of the earth, because we're the biggest threat to them, right? They want one color, a subcolor, a brown color, a tan color of the slaves, the 500 million that they want down in Elberton, Georgia, that they bragged about in 12 different languages. Mm-hmm. For, for the sake of humanity and nature, we need to pare it down to 500 million. You talk about the Georgia yeah. Guidestone. Yeah, yeah, Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, we urinated on them on our way back from the 2004 <laughs> Libertarian Convention. We have a video of that. We have a video um, of it. Peeing right on the Georgia Guidestones, Ben. Dude, I, I, this guy's Jewish, but he has a great show. Brad Metzger has that uncoded show. And, Where he uh, went and visited. He went yeah. and visited the Guidestones, and uh, he tried to find out who the guy was that paid all that money to have him built. And the banker is still alive that took the freaking money in the first place before they were actually built. Right. And he kind of worked as like the appropriator for all the funds while that whole project took place. And he's right. not saying, and he's going to take it to his grave. Yep, they won't. Yeah, they, a lot of people are saying it's Ted Turner. Yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, so <clears throat> so basically, brother, what happens if you tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? You get called names like anti-Semite. Uh, because I have a different uh, take on what happened during World War II, I'm a Holocaust denier. Look, the, for me, the numbers don't add up, and we could go from uh, the population of Jews increasing after World War II, and that's in the, in the World Almanac. Uh, I keep saying that they were dispersed and displaced, and most of them didn't die. And I, I, I have some good, good Jewish friends, okay? Uh, one of them's a Weinstein. And, you know, I've shared my truth with him all the time because he keeps telling me he wants to kill all Muslims. And anytime he says that, I'm like, well, let's go bomb Tel Aviv, too. Like, and then it shuts him up for a second. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm telling him that his family's probably alive. You just stop looking for him because you listen to your Zionist leader lies. They lied to you before. They're lying to you now. Oh, dude, that's some of your anti, you know, semi-neo-Nazi rhetoric. I'm like, well, dude, I'm not a neo-Nazi and I'm not an anti-Semite, okay? Well, see, you so I don't hear from him for a month. And this is a guy... Even today, I still see him once a week. All right, he's, he's a great friend. I, I would kill for the brother if somebody wanted to hurt him. All right, but I didn't hear from him for a month. A month later, he begrudgingly calls me back and he goes, "Well, I don't know about the rest of your your Nazi rhetoric. I mean, you mean the truth, Barry?" He goes, "But uh, two lines of Weinstein's, uh, we all thought were you know dead, dead gas in the chemistry mean in the mythological ovens that didn't exist." Because well, two two other lines, we all thought each other were dead or alive. I'm like, yeah, and that's just, and that's the real tragedy, Barry. Is that none of you are looking for each other, okay? You're told because you're you all left. Most right. of you left, or you're put into work camps as punishment because you didn't move to Israel or Palestine during the Haver Agreement from '33 to '38, okay? You put into work camps to make you miserable enough to want to move into into Palestine, all right? That's what that was. That that's what that final solution or whatever you know you guys are losing your minds over. But 79,000 Jews died in the work camps. That's an interna international Red Cross. 297,000 in all the work camps, okay? So my numbers differ from what the AD on SPLC try to shove down down our throats. Who cares? You don't ask them whether they love Christ or not. You know, nobody's asking questions like that. So why do you care what I think about uh, an event that happened in history? But because Paul Tibetti has an opinion on it, you know, it's an You're the bad guy. Opinion, all all of a sudden, you're opinion. a bad guy. I'm, I'm a Holocaust denier. I'm, a, I'm all these other, you know, subhuman you know, type of rhetoric from these, from Paul, these parasites. Paul, you brought up a great word there um, when you were just speaking. And I want to focus on this word that you brought up, and it was Zionist. Now, the reason I want to focus on that is because I agree with with, with a lot of the things you say. Um, I, I absolutely agree with a lot of what you say. Um, the The problem I think I see that people see with with some of the things you talk about is that you use that that Jew line only. Now, and no, no, because people got to get past that because people want to use Bolshevik, people want to use Zionist, people want to use anything. Right here, uh, you know. Well, see, hear me out for a sec. You know, because we know that 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 we've seen in history, um, Jews have been thrown out of out of country after country after country. Now, there's a reason for that because they were stealing money and different things along those lines. Well, Jewsery, man. I mean, there's there's certain habits that they have that. Don't work with an environment where there's trust and there's love and everything else. There's you can't have a society that functions when there's a parasite that's not working with you that are acting as their own super group that don't work with the people they use and abuse and suck. Not look, my my friend my friend Weinstein isn't like that. But as a collective group, whether it's the rabbis getting together, whether it's the secular leaders getting together, they prey upon us. The bankers prey upon us. It is it's not Latvians that are doing this to my government. Okay, it's not the Micronesians that own my press. Right. Okay. It, well, and it's kind of like how the Catholic prey upon the children. 
You know, we see that within the Catholic, you know, each one of these well, religions. No, they don't. The just the priests. Hold just on. The, I'm it's sorry, not just all the Catholics, priests. you fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, just the priests like to go for the children. Okay, well, but getting back to what you said, I'm, I'm going to share some things with you, brother. Go ahead. Okay, Zionism is Judaism. Right. And Judaism is unthinkable without Zionism. Okay, that's in Harper's Encyclopedia of the United States. All right. Uh, another one. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> Jews are an inborn communist. That was Ida Weinberg. Uh, to do, I wanted to get to one where it has something about Bolshevism and Judaism. Because, okay, some people call it communism, but I call it Judaism. That was Rabbi Steve, Stephen Wise in 1925. It's like, people want to feel safe by not calling it the J word, okay? And right. that's the cool thing about Galad Asim is like, he, he told, he told my buddy, uh, Kevin Barrett of, of True Jihad, he goes, Kevin, sometimes it's okay to use the J word. <laughs> okay? And that was coming from an Israeli Jew that now lives in, in Britain that you know might be coming this year or definitely next year for Freedom Palooza. Well, would you so, agree? Would you agree that that all religions have an evil side, but it's not necessarily all the people? Of course, people? brother, because right. parasites go to to organize things, whether it's the Boy Scouts, whether it's the Fellowship of Police, or or whoever, because they like to go move up through the ranks, and once they're at the top of the ranks, they bring their brothers up and they oppress everybody else within that group or abuse people in that group. So whether it's religion or secular groups, it doesn't matter. People are predators. All right, absolutely. And just realize I'm trying to understand and and help people out there understand this side of this discussion because it is a side of the discussion that people don't want to have and and everybody's well, no, no, afraid that they're going to... Right, the Jewish media can preach all day long about anti-Muslimhood everywhere. Right. Okay? But somebody tries to tell the truth about the Jew and all of a sudden you're called names. Why? Because who is running the show? They could tell... The people how to think, okay? The the Gramsci. Look, the smartest communist out of all of them was an Italian by the name of Gramsci, okay? He was the one that was trying to tell the rest of the communists, stop trying to go through the front door. All you got to do is just change the way they think, change their pop culture. You change them into the idiots that we need them to be, hmm. and that's exactly what's happened to America over the last fifty years, especially through the Talmud vision. Oh my God! They, they program ridiculous. us twenty four seven, three sixty five through that. How to think and what to think, or how to think about something. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy, Paul? I did, I did, and it was too, it was so stupid for me. But yeah, I mean that's what we're devolving to. It's exactly it's so what we're devolving into. I mean, it is it's ridiculous. We're not evolving as a human, as a species, man. We're devolving. Go ahead, Dave. I'm baiting. <laughs> what? Oh, out my balls. Is that the one right. TV show? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we out are not balls. that far away and from aren't that. Aren't they farting all the time too? <laughs> yes, they are. My favorite was the courtroom scene. You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's what we're definitely de we're definitely devolving into that type of society, and and we see it all the time. Uh, you know, another thing we were talking about earlier in the show was you know the pharmaceuticals and how this report just came out that you know. In the past 20 years, 95% of the, the mass shootings or, or things along those lines have all been based on pharmaceutical usage. Right, and they never talk about it. No, they never talk about it, but all of a sudden they're talking about it. You know, we gotta, when we start seeing this thing, these things coming out and they start talking about them, um, we have to question why all of a sudden are they talking about it? What's right, their... Because they take the issue and then they, 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 they go in the direction that they want to. Oh, now that you're on meds, now we got We can ban ban your uh, rights to use guns. Yeah. Oh, that's great now. Hey, all right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's wrap things up a little bit here. It's getting to the top of the hour. Uh, it's been a great interview. I'm glad you Brother, joined us. Flew, man. Uh, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely did go by fast. Uh, let's start with how people can find you, your music, uh, how they can harass you if they want to harass you, or you know. <laughs> Uh, cause my, my listeners will be harassing if, it, just so you know. 
but hey, love it, man. Yeah, we we, uh, we reply to all commentary, man. Good. So how how would they get a hold of you? How would they find? Well, the you? easiest is uh, for the band and the music is pokerface.com, One word. Um, the the festival is Freedom Palooza, P A L O O Z A, two O's. Freedom Palooza, one word. dot com. And uh, we have uh, m- multiple songs up on our site. If you go to the main site, pokerface.com, you can get to our Facebook page to our um. To the songs that we have on our page, and what do we have? MySpace, uh, Facebook. And I don't it, know if we have our Twitter account up there or what. And but. you can get albums all the way back to 80, 89, I think, is the earliest album on your website, I believe. Mm, uh, ours would be 92. That would be Game of Love, man. Okay, okay that's the that, first that was, one. That was my uh, pop love boy girl, you know, kind of direction <laughs> at that time. And that was before you what? before you got political. Do you guys have Twitter? Yeah, we do. I, um I linked it to our, our, our Poker Face page on Facebook, man. It, it, that's the only way that thing ever gets updated. Otherwise, I don't even know how to get back into, <laughs> is, into my Twitter account. Is it the at Poker Face 267? No, that's not us, man. Oh, wow. It's no, it'd just be Poker Face or the underscore Poker Face. Or... <laughs> you, you get it linked in, then you just forget all about it, right? Well, you know, it's like the, the things are up, and people are like, dude, get, sign this up. I'm like in the middle of something, and you set it up. I'm like, okay. Like, I have a Reverb Nation uh, account too. It's like, well, that hasn't been updated for a while because I, I forgot all I forgot. the passwords and all that kind of stuff to go. So <laughs> yeah, having a radio station like this, you do the same thing. You have all these different things going. And you're like, oh, I got to pull out the list of passwords here. Yeah, exactly, man. And you know, you you know, like us is like you know, ra- raising a couple little critters is like they're they, they demand your attention full, you know, full twenty four hours, man. So oh yeah, I uh, feel you. I a lot be- of things get lost, or or they lose it on you, man. I can't tell you how much stuff they've lost on me. It's amazing. I've got I've got a, a five and a half year old that lives with us, and I got a fourteen and a nineteen year old that live up in Jersey. Uh, so I've been through the whole gamut of it, and uh-huh. it, it's a lot you of know. fun raising kids. Yeah, man, it is definitely is. Uh, all right, so we can find you there. Uh, Freedom Palooza, July third through the sixth. Third through the sixth. There's camping. Uh, you can yep. go for the day. You can go for the camping experience. Uh, you, you, people can start arriving Thursday, right? Yeah, definitely. Anytime after, I'd say five, six, we're ready. Uh, the first band goes on at seven, seven, eight, nine, and it ends at ten. And at where, ten every night because of noise ordinances. But by ten o'clock, everybody's beat, and everybody wants to go to the bonfire, hang out. There's usually like seventy, eighty people out hanging out with the bonfire. People bring beer kegs or you know beer, you know beer, beers and cans. And, and, and this is at Johnny Max American Grill, uh, ninety-seven fifty-five yep. Easton Road in Kink Kinkner. Kintner- Kintnersville, Kintnersville, Pennsylvania. It's an hour north of Philadelphia. It's where World Jewelry is run from. It's not from uh, Tel Aviv. It's not London. Okay, it's not Hollywood. It's right there in Upper Bucks County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Excellent, man. Well, I appreciate your time. We'll uh, we'll keep talking about the event. Uh, I know Jack Blood's going to be one of your speakers up there. He was. Oh, uh, dude, looking forward to that. To that, man. It's always great when Jack's in the house, man. Yeah, he's a great guy, and, and he does some uh, some incredible work, and I, I appreciate him a lot. So. You know, uh, man. All right, Paul. We'll talk to you again soon. If there's anything Sean, I can you. do for you, let everybody, me know. thank you. It was great yeah. to, to talk to all of you. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate your time, man. Have Anytime. a good night, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. And there goes Paul. That was a good interview. I enjoy talking with him. You know, um, I, I think we got somewhere on that conversation with the whole usury Jew Zionist. So I, you know what? It's so difficult because you're right. It's like a hypersensitive time, especially with the media. They're nothing but implicit in most of the problems. Um, and I've, I'm kind of a big fan of Michael Savage, right. who's a, who talks about the race issue in media a lot. And, uh, you know, he kind of comes from the place, and I kind of agree with him, where why do I wake up in the morning and I'm supposed to feel bad about being white? 
Like, that's the part that I don't get. Right. Like, all of a sudden, damn us, we're horrible people because we're white, and we should really just give everything away to anybody who isn't white, well, that's regardless my, of what your race is. That's one of my biggest problems when people bring up slavery and all those different things. You know, it was a horrible time in, in a certain group's life. Well, that's, but guess that's what? just there's the thing. Slavery. The Spanish Inquisition happened, too. Should we fucking the, feel bad about that, Right. Too? There's been slavery for thousands and thousands of years. Every race has been a slave at one point in time uh, in history. Hey, believe me. We, hey, I'm Irish, so, you know, in the first signs in Manhattan when people are coming over in boats where no blacks, no Irish. Yep, exactly. I'm Irish, too. I'm yeah. Italian, Mexican, and Irish. Yeah. I told you. I'm a drunk that hates myself. <laughs> so, Dave, what, what's your takeaway with the uh, interview there? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That's. I not. think he. I think he has some stuff that kicked in that made him not feel like talking. Well, there's that, but it's just I differ on some of the things he's thinking about because he's it's focusing okay. on Jewish people, but yet they the same thing could be said about the, you know because they're, they're white. So yes. why not just blame white people? It, um, the same thing can be said about anybody in a position that controls money, currency, or business. Well, and that's where I was going a little bit when I brought up the Zionist thing, because a lot of the Jew that they talk about in this in this whole thing have branched out, and because they knew Jew was a bad thing, you've got some that have become Christian, you have some that become Catholic, you have some that become Muslim, and that's where the, that's where the Zionist you're, part you're, falls into it. You're losing me, brother. You're really losing me. No, that's serious. I'm serious. I, I know you are. That's why you're losing me. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I am serious, I'm losing you? Yes. Hey, uh, <clears throat> yes, Dave. The strip is kicking in. Can we take a break and get all... Fun and shit. Okay. <laughs> Even though I got like eight tabs open, we, I didn't get to any of it. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. We, we got time still. I don't want to. I don't want to. He's just going to whine now. La, 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 play, la, la. Play this song by Prince Fatty that I like so much. Prince Fatty. I don't even know what that is. I've been totally into it lately. I played it on Monkey Snap. I don't know. If you're over here texting weeks. me, and I'm like, I can't read and I can't read your texts and do an interview at the same time. Back. Was it your phone that went off during the interview? Yes, it was yeah. Sean's phone. Well, I'm on call for work, so I have to leave the volume up. But Sorry, I know you're right. going to be texting me like crazy. Can you play a song? Can you play the song right from my iPod? Not right this second, but Not we can during the, during the thing. Hold on. Survival of the Fattest by <laughs> Prince Fatty. Survival of the Fattest. Yeah, it's a fucking reggae song, and it's uh, awesome. We'll have to pull that one up. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pull that one up and listen to it. Uh, I want to thank Paul. Make sure if you guys want to check out a good event, Freedom Palooza, um, Pennsylvania, July 3rd through the 6th. Uh, should be a good time. Lots of different people to meet. Uh, and like I said, Jack Blood's going to be up there and, and a lot of other good speakers that are within the, the freedom, truth, liberty movement. I hate to have to put it that way, but you know, we gotta call it something, right? Alright guys, this is the first 52. We're done the second hour. We'll be moving into the third hour, a little fun hour. Maybe some scotch and some other things going on. So we will be back with you in a couple minutes. Enjoy your break.
and sound off. Return the glory, redistribute the fame. American horror stories gonna rot your brain. No, it's not the same. It's moving way too fast. Notice how the good things in life don't last. It's called the slow creep through socialistic views. You political fools, they're gonna rob your shoes. So let's make freedom hot. Mystic conspiracies back. That's why I'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks. So don't hold me back, cause that's how I roll. When I return to heist, the mass system of control. Cause they poison your health to make you accept the lies. So I point it out before the masses die. Why? With heist click, there ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a ride to blind you, and I will play God to this do not who signed you. I am obliged to provide the spine to switch on your jellyfish. Don't try to hide, we'll find you. And what we do, don't act like a palamon. I'm just doing my job. Christmas Day at Valentine, I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off, I ran. Liberty for Palestine. What's up, Razz Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore, and if you ever heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's nuts last night. The guy got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he did wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, yeah. You want to see my eyes? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? 
That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have to black people. It's the Chocolate Drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RatchetHillLive.com. We, we talk about other stuff, trust me. Got a clear picture, I just want to share it with you Hurry if you care to listen, see I'm a boy time And boy talent, like these rhymes were no thought of mine And it was just all divine Thinking God got a plan for me World trying to hold me down like I wouldn't stand for it So I get up with the morning paper Hustles on the corner scraping Trying to bring home the bacon I'm just trying to make it home Wherever that is, I'm praying all walk along But the fact is, we lost so many The rest is going through it with me but I appreciate the love they give me I won't forget where I came from Alabama country shit Even when the fame comes Wonder when the change comes You can keep the silver dollars On the ground here Till I build a fire I have the pain inside Behind his bloodshot eyes And I just can't let go I reach for the skies But they don't hear my cry
That's good shit. Hey mama, this that beat that make you move, mama. Get on the floor, move your booty, mama. We the blast master, blasting up the trouble. Uh, as we all know, that means it's the third hour on the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you've enjoyed the first two hours. There won't be much to enjoy at this last hour. Just going to be us having some fun, talking some crap. I'm sure we'll talk some, some important stuff. But, you know, we try to have a little fun in the third hour. Because sometimes you have to do that. Especially after some of the conversations we have on this show. Now, we'll probably touch a couple topics before the end of the hour. I just touched my topic when you weren't looking. Well, can't you do that on your own time? I can and I do. <laughs> Oh yeah, you gotta love the third hour. We're gonna we're gonna change up the third hour song, I think, the next week or two. What do you think, honey? Dave and I already found one. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the it's survival it. of the fattest. By <laughs> <laughs> we'll get by to that. Prince Don't Fatty. worry, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, let's get rid of this music here. <clears throat> I know you're enjoying it. I'm sure, everybody else is too. There's everybody that can see you are enjoying it. So there goes the music. Let's bring up our callers here because we got two callers on the line. Uh, Mr. Buzzer Bob called it right at the beginning of the break, and we got uh, Mr. Eric on there also. Sit tight, Eric. Buzzy, what's going on? Okay, first of all, goddamn son, don't he uh, have any other commercials that may get more out by uh, Justin Bieber? <laughs> hey, you just happen to be on the station a lot, Buzzy. It's not a lot, believe me. That. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I call it about, I'm the type of guy, I don't give a damn what you believe in or how you think, how that's you, whatever. But for a fucking idiot to come out and say, yeah, I'm calling you, you're just an idiot, in my opinion, to come out and say the Holocaust did not happen. Dude, they got pictures. They got fucking film. And for God's sake, they got lamp sheets. It happened. Mass graves. No, uh, he, yeah, I, I, actually, I, if you want to, uh, yeah, I hate to tell you, but your your guest was a heat getter. You're not escaping this in the third hour. This is happening. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> why, why don't you go watch the old movie? I think it was a Bergman film, actually, Shadows and Fog, the original one, not the Woody Allen satire. Mm. <laughs> well, before, I, I will look say, up Shadows and Fog and watch some footage and tell I, me. I if will it say before he brought that up, I have heard um, some of these these ramblings, and I don't think it's Holocaust denying. It's just not agreeing with the numbers. It was self proclaimed Holocaust denying, what from what hell? I remember. What you say? Just a couple hundred thousand you're, were killed. Oh, you're talking yeah. about millions, okay? Mm -hmm. What don't the fuck don't yell at me. Does it mean? I I give everybody oh a voice. Oh my god! It is so it's so completely ridiculous. First of all, it, second, it's completely and totally insulting. Okay. All right. Uh, you can I have your say, opinion. He, he I'm not even a, a, a Jewish hole. person. He a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. All right, Buzzy. He got he he dove down an asshole and then flipped out. Oh, this is the first guy I got five more to go. He laughed. Later, flipped out the asshole and landed right on the taint. So Spicoli, how you or Eric? I got to get this name down right now. Eric, how you doing, brother? Carlos Spicy Wiener. See, I like the Carlos better. The Carlos would be a good moniker. Yeah, Carlos, definitely Carlos. Carlos Spicy Wiener or CSW. You could just call me CSW or SW. Welcome, Carlos. How about just Eric? 
Yeah, well, actually, that works too. But it's weird. Some people have a tr- have trouble. Fuck that, know. Eric's lame. You I'm Carlos. Like an Eric. Come on, Carlos. <laughs> I'm having a problem getting the Spicoli out of my vocabulary. That's the problem I'm having. Yeah. Well, that happens when you're all Spicoli out sometimes. Too. Yeah, well, yeah, that does. Yeah, yeah, it does tend to tend to. You know, Ben's here, which means yeah. there's Scotch and Fireball. Bienvenidos, Carlos uh-huh. Spicy Wiener. I love Scotch. 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 Right. <laughs> Eric goes down. Eric goes down. <laughs> and of uh, we got Jenny joining us also. How you doing, Jenny? I'm good. How are you guys? Happy We're, birthday, Jenny! Happy birthday, birthday, girl. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I kind of forgot it was my birthday. <laughs> you right kind now. of forgot. How can I find that hard to believe? You now. I am 35 years young. You're supposed to say 29. Yeah, 29. What's wrong with 29 you? Yeah, 29. There you go. Now you got it down. What's wrong with my microphone stand? I think I broke it last night. <laughs> That's what she said, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Were you one of the ones that got topless? So. Yeah, there we go. Who got topless? I heard there was a lot of nakedness on Drunken Disorderly last night. <laughs> there That's was right. quite a bit. <laughs> we had a... Yeah, all of us were naked by then. Not naked, but topless by the end of the show. Can you name names? <laughs> all of us. I, I can I name names right now. Jen, Amber, Eric, uh, who Brittany, else? Mike, yeah, Brittany, Brittany Mike. Uh, and then Amber's friend Brittany Brian was topless, too? Yeah, Brittany was out. She was. She let them all hang out. All hang out. Wow. Nice. Yeah. See what you're missing, guys, if you don't listen to Drunk Disorderly on Friday night? See, I was already drunk and fucking fell asleep. Yeah, I was asleep by. I was asleep by midnight. Yeah, I was asleep well before midnight. What are you kidding me? I had to golf today. I fell asleep. I think at like nine thirty on the couch. Ten o'clock. Damn. No, I fell asleep after drunk disorderly started. You so I did golfer? hear the opening of that. You were golfing who's today. That? Low, low What's that, Jenny? He just handles balls well. Who's, That's it. Yeah, yeah Ben who's, likes to handle balls. I'm not, on, I'm not much for golfing, but you feed. should see my driver. <laughs> <laughs> what, Jenny? Oh, so it looks like somebody was getting in the camera. Oh, that's Lexi's head bobbing in and out, probably. Oh, hi, Lexi. Yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll tell her to hi, keep her Jenny. head lower. This <laughs> Under the desk. I want to see Lexi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Refresh your camera, Jen. <laughs> yeah, Jen, we got no video of you. Uh, so anyway, third hour of the first 52, you know, we, we, we talk serious topics in the first two hours. We have heated interviews Total that eclipse. people get all frustrated with me about. Obviously, I have some frustration in my studio. We, we just get frustrated when you hate science. I walked away. I was responsible and shit. <laughs> yes, you were responsible. And I guess apparently I'm the tolerant one. Of you, the you are. Very tolerant yeah. young man. Yeah, good for you, that, Sean. That's his middle name, Sean Tolerance Raspatello. Yes. It is. <laughs> I tolerate it all. You know, that's why I can do the Shannon Burke show and why I can take the shit I take on Twitter and Facebook. I mean, I don't Nobody know. takes it like you, Sean. Yeah, I take it good. <laughs> Especially on Thursdays with Brad. <laughs> I like taking it from Brad. Wow. Oh, that was an excellent drop. Somebody yes. please get that. Yes. I didn't hear it. What'd you say? 11-15. No, I'm not saying it May again. May 31st, 2014. Have to go now. Yeah, no, Thursdays <laughs> Thursdays are fun because I like to start with Brad before he gets on uh, on Dangerous Conversation. <laughs> and then it goes on usually for a day and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, like, he, into the late night, he's the, just like, Twitter. He's like, fuck yeah. it, I'm going to fuck with all these fuckers Twitter, here. Twitter Double explodes. Army. But do you know what Sean said to Dave before we went live? What? That my favorite comment of the entire day happened before we went on air. What was it? We, were, Sky- we were all on Skype with Dave, and Sean goes, hey, 
I need you in my stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about my computer. <laughs> but you said your stuff. Right. Your stuff. In my stuff, Dave. And you all up in that business. <laughs> Dave, my stuff and junk. Get in my I need stuff. you in my stuff, man. Get in my stuff. HR is stuff and buff. That was. Stuff <laughs> and buff. All right, so Dave, do you have any? What, what what kind of stories did you have? Is there anything that we can lightheartedly uh, discuss that you got there? Uh, I don't have any lighthearted stories. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, what kind of porn you been watching lately? I mean, you know, what's what you been into? What's going on, man? Uh, I like the amateur stuff, the real yeah. amateur stuff. What are, you like the POV, the or you just like the dirty, naughty? Def- well, like the POVs casting couch. Right. Well, see, he likes yeah, the, the casting, the casting couch. couch is just an empty room. Well, casting couch. You know, most of those girls are from Arizona State University, right? That's where that that whole room is. It's in right out off campus at ASU. Uh, you know a lot of... about that, man. I know a lot because you yeah. know why? I also know that's the highest ratio of girls to guys out of any major institution. And I also know that they were the the like ladies of Playboy with the hottest fucking campus last year. So you should totally go to Arizona State University. I'm considering going back to college at my old age right now just for it. Just to go there. I'm going to tell them all I'm a producer and I'm going to produce some... <laughs> Protein shakes. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are some of my favorite videos, though. I'll I'll have to say I like the casting couch ones too, because they're, they're all stupid. All, all those s- girls are stupid. Really? Have you seen the they're sex panda it, or whatever one? No, there's the, some that giant are really no, with the they giant know what they're doing. just dildo yeah. strapped on the Come front. On. What the most they're, petite? They're in on it. Dude. What's the best part? It's not they're really a like surprise. A, yeah. They're, no, no. they're putting that shit on. Yes, yeah. they are. No, they get paid. Oh yes. No, no, they get paid up front. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, maybe no, I'm just not, I don't know. They're, they're not, not stupid. Yeah, they're well, maybe I'm stu- money. No, they're stupid. <laughs> I see. I search when I search for porn. I st- search stupid bitch or Look. stupid chick. Wow. <laughs> like, seriously, I do. Whoa. Like, stupid bitch or I, Lexi, you know, I swear, I think whore. that might be a comment. <laughs> that might be a compliment. <laughs> what? Wow. We're um, so, have you moved on from your training fetish? Is that just no longer? Now he only I think now he only wants about the tranny yeah. porn than the dumb bitch porn. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> what the fuck? I like stupid women. <laughs> Sean only watches retarded porn now. <laughs> <laughs> or amputee porn. Have you ever watched handicap or amputee oh, porn? No. Oh my god, dude! Oh, when when you stretch those stubs you? up out of the Whoa, way, dude. What's now my my you? favorite is terminal patient porn. Oh my yeah, god, that's really my favorite. <laughs> they're a little Life too support. They're a little too <laughs> quiet for me. I'm sorry. They're a little too quiet yeah. for me. Wow, you derailed quickly, sir. <laughs> hey, you know, Whoa. it's just what it is. My favorite is international sex slave porn. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite, really. You know, oh hey, I bought this girl. I <laughs> bought this girl eighteen <laughs> American dollars in Yucatra. Shit, come on, come on. Hey, look, she's good. I bought her eighteen dollars American. <laughs> Waffle that's House waitress cheap. in the bathroom porn. Yeah, that's a, that's a Waffle House waitress Whoa. in the bathroom. Yeah. Have you ever seen Waffle House waitresses? Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you never heard the funny story? Jim Florentine has a story about he just fucked a, a Waffle House waitress just so we had a 15-minute bit to talk about the next day. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't want to think about that because I don't think I've ever seen a cute Waffle House waitress. I, ever. They're always rough. I mean, like, they, they would are. win a knife fight in general. Yeah. <laughs> like biker chicks. Or, they're, yeah. they're in the all only, generalities. Right? Yeah. If it was a knife fight. Yeah, but you're going. You pick a Waffle House. You're going into a Waffle House at 2 in the morning drunk, so. 
They probably should they don't be look rough. That bad. Well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> the Waffle lo- House is the number one place to be when you are drunk. No- yeah. Nothing looks Jersey. bad at two a.m. in a As, Waffle House. In, so. in the low right, in the exactly. low rent waitress category, they're the only ones that actually use cheap lipstick to cover up the cum stains. <laughs> <laughs> and just think they're always greased up. <laughs> yeah, that bacon, yeah. bacon grease on their nips. Ooh, yummy. Maybe it's me. Second, yeah. Seconds is lube. You taste, you taste like bacon. <laughs> ben, ben is full of knowledge. Yeah, Ben's useless always full knowledge. of useless knowledge. <laughs> Sounds far. like it's coming from experience. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably is. I got so much knowledge in me, a little bit's leaking out right now. He buttered his toast right off her ass. <laughs> you. Oh, man. Well, that's what happened to Dave? Really Is he bad. okay? He's just staring no, no. at us Dave's like we're fine. crazy. He's got a Kevin pose with the neck slightly crooked. And the goatee and here. the glasses. Actually, you're totally trying to copy the, Kevin in Arizona, right? Yeah, you do look like Kevin yeah. in Arizona. Whoa. Oh, my God, dude. I almost, Holy shit. I know, Grumpy. right? Holy shit is right. <laughs> look at him with the fucking stupid reflection <laughs> on his glasses. He's just... The only thing you're is... You're completely freaking me yeah, out right if, now. If your audio <laughs> cut out every three seconds, you'd look just like him. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, we love you, Kevin. That was so fucked up and funny as fuck. Just take a picture of it. Yeah, take a picture of it. Yes, my phone. I'll, I'll keep looking yes. forward. Just, just can you for tweet you. it, please? Sorry, I got so sneeze. All right. Wait, I, yeah, I got to take a picture. I got this the is, sneezes going. Sorry about good. that. It you, is, you really do. Dave. Yeah, you do. I'm taking a picture oh now. God. I know. We'll tweet that. Story. Out. Everybody's right taking a picture. It looks like. He's even got the shirt with the sleeves cut angles. off. Well, just so you guys know, I mean, I'm older than him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no. he's copying yeah. me. You're old like a year, <laughs> but yeah, you're older. Yeah, like you guys are right age. around the same age. But no, he of. he looked like that on on Skype before you did. <laughs> no, I wear the same shit. No, but seriously, all, tonight, me. tonight you really look like him. All right. And I'm going to tweet Poor the Dave. shit out of this because I am a Twitter whore, so, as I already said. So I got, the, I got the two of you on, and I'm assuming you two called me for a specific reason together. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's to talk about Lee Camp tomorrow because we haven't done that yet. So let's, let's talk about uh, what you got coming up tomorrow, guys. We have a special morning release tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Lee Camp will be on with us. Really? And then we're coming back. Then we're coming back with our regular show at five. And we are going to replay his RT special or show. Yeah, there's going to be a couple what? things to cover. Like that's his new thing. Yeah, the RT redacted. Um, yeah, is, Wait, he's uh, he's doing a show on RT now. Yeah, um, but it's it's yeah. actually yeah. pretty good. I do. It, it, it's uh. It's about thirty minutes long. You find it on YouTube. Yeah, Go, it's, it's called Today Who, who Punched My Taint. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think last night it premiered. Actually, actually, I think last we have RT on our cable service now down here because I know we have uh, we have uh, what's the one um, Al Jazeera. I did. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Al Jazeera. <laughs> uh, uh, and what's going to be cool about seeing Lee Camp? You had him on your show already, right? He's been yeah a while back. Yeah, probably. I think I was still with Johnny English when when we had him on. And it's really cool. Jenny is the one. She's actually booking all these great interviews coming up. Uh, actually, the next three weeks are booked with interviews. Yeah, yeah so you got that, Adam Armstrong coming up also. Yep. Yes, June fifteenth, and we also have Kelly Mays. She was at United We Stand. She's this little 
blonde, petite little thing. She comes out, she's talking, and all of a sudden she just like starts busting out with a rap. And me and Amber were like, what? Who is this girl? <laughs> so we started listening to her music, and, and she's really cool. She's, um, I actually got to email with her a little bit today, and she's super excited to come on the show. So oh, cool. it's going to be lots of fun. We'll, we'll play some of her music tomorrow on the second show. So you guys can hear it. Well, you guys are double shifting it tomorrow. Yeah, we're yeah, actually so going to replay Make sure you tweet the, uh, that shit out so that I'll, you know, I'll listen to it live. Yeah, and yeah, tag, gonna, tag me on the, the Sean uh, Rouse camp interview in the last half hour of the night show, too. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, tag me in the, tag my Sean Raz also, not just the Raz radix. I don't always check that every day. So, what are you guys laughing at? <laughs> me again? Yeah, they're We're laughing still at laughing you. at you looking like Kevin from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! You'd be like, I'm the sticker evil. I'm John, the, you got the I'm best the sticker one. I'm the sticker guy. You got the best hey. one. Well, that's what I'm Kevin. right on it. <sighs> I wish God. Kevin. Oh, so I wish Kevin was here. I wish Kevin needs to Skype in. Oh my God! Right now they can both be right next to each other. Oh my God! That's <laughs> 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 the funniest thing I ever saw that in my life. That has to happen. Do oh we have my a I'm gonna call him. Oh God! <laughs> you guys are evil. <laughs> We are totally off the rails. You guys are funny. <laughs> this is what happens when Ben comes to my house for a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ben's gonna like laugh himself in a coma. I've been. He just got passed out from lack of oxygen. I'm surprised I've never been evicted thanks to Ben. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've tried. Castle, was, <laughs> that, that Ferris character is visiting Sean again. Yeah, Castle was supposed to call in tonight. I thought too. He might not be. Frank, hey, I thought he was. Can you video call us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Skype it. He has to. He has to Skype oh, my my personal. Skype from your phone. Yeah, dude, get a goddamn iPhone app. There's an app. Well, for I that. Got, I can Skype off what my an uh, my Android. There's an app for that. You talking about? Yes, selfie. <laughs> selfie, tweet it. They're but make sure so you're, gla- you're wearing your glasses they're and that there's a big bright light. Le- Lexi's got Kevin on the on the phone right now. Just yeah. for those you listening, it, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Look at look at this. Tweet uh, Twitter feed between me and uh, Lexi tonight. Yeah, go go to at Sean Raz at Lexi Raz or at B Carsley. B C A R S L E Y or search Ferris. I come right up. And and uh, you'll see the picture, Dave. Do you see? I tagged you in mine. Yeah, I saw it. All right, just wondering. Dave looks. He just doesn't have the cap in his tooth. That won't work. No, he doesn't. That's right. Oh, All right, well. peace out. Find an old picture where you're wearing glasses and send it out. <laughs> I'm sure he's got his Raz T-shirt cut just like that too. Probably. He's wearing contacts. God damn it! I oh, told him don't bother. He's wearing eye. <laughs> he's wearing eye condoms. Eye condoms? Is that what you call them? <laughs> All right. He was guys. ready to well, do it too. I said you need to tweet a selfie. You said okay. Just stabbing in real quick. Stab it. Well, I appreciate you guys calling in. Make sure you check them out. Uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow, right, is the morning yes. show. And then they'll be back at 5. Why are you up that early tomorrow? Lee Camp. Well, Lee said he could only, he wanted to do the interview at, a, you know, uh, at 11 tomorrow. So, well, he's going to be coming in at 11.30. So we're just starting a little early. Oh, damn. So, yeah, well, yeah whatever, it's really you know, early for me. I'm, like, going to yeah, be re- half asleep probably. Yeah, it's going to be, what, like, 8 your time? nine eight yeah. 8 o'clock eight. your time? Yeah. But that interview would probably be good, you know, for replaying. Just you know, if it's a half-hour segment or whatever, just throw it up there all by itself. They're gonna. They just what the day. Are, are you on the show with us? <laughs> are, are you here with us? Uh, yeah, well, he's coming. In, gonna, I distinctly gonna... heard them say he's coming in eleven thirty. They're starting at eleven. But they had talked about how in, in the second show they're gonna replay it at the last replay half hour. It, right. 
So, so I said maybe we'll just replay, replay that element. That's what, and I, that's and I will put up just the said? show in itself. Uh, I'll I'll put it up in its entirety, but also just a clip of it. I'll post it on the site where it's just the thirty minute interview too. All right, cool. That'll work. Oh, My, what I was saying to you, Sean, was you should put that in the mix. Just that element alone, not on his show, not on their show, but just throw it up well, there. I, I got you. I got you now, Dave. I'm that's what I was trying to say. Well, I'm with you. All right, guys. All right, I'm, Jenny. I'm going. I'll talk to you soon. See you guys. All right, dear. Good yep. night, Lexi and Ben. I can't see you. Bye bye. Good night. Later, dark match, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the dark match, night, Kevin, in Arizona. Too funny. There they go. Well, what else are we going to do here? Uh, what else you want to do? You want to go fingers. around the world, baby? Butt scratcher? Dave? Butt scratcher. I don't do butt scratcher. You don't what? Do butt scratcher? No. What, what am I doing? Spear fingers. It's not my thing. Spear fingers. Spear. It's not your thing? <laughs> he did it good, like Kevin in Arizona would. It's your thing. Uh, that's actually one of my guilty pleasure Do um, what you're going to do. What, bring it on? <clears throat> Here's one for you, honey. Yeah. Measles, 20-year high. What? Are you concerned? Hey, why are measles a 20-year high, though, Sean? Why don't you tell us? Well, What's the know. reason given? Though they say that a uh, majority of the cases are unvaccinated people that are getting measles. Right. Do you know where the, the, the focal point is? Let's see here. The U.S. has the most measles cases in 20 years. Uh, yeah, the focal point was Ohio. Um, in what kind, what specific community? Amish. Oh, yeah, Amish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a big unvaccinated Amish people. Yeah. Oh, like you the headphones off again. Where are you going? <laughs> Did you say inbred, Dave? I'm not sure not inbred. Uh, they kind of are, by the They kind of are. <laughs> not like brother, sister, but probably cousin. Yeah, I guess so. Uncle. Aunt. <laughs> you sound like you're projecting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No, no. I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Can I just point out, Sean? Yes, honey. You can very easily discredit yourself on this position. Go ahead. With the way that you present this. But as far as making the decision to not vaccinate your Mm -hmm, child, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I do think that there is too much harsh criticism involved as far as that decision-making process goes, because there... You you don't have enough evidence to go on as far as the U.S. you know government peer reviewed analysis uh, so studies peer go. Peer review, there's that word but, I love. So I I mean I I hear you. I know where you're coming from. And look, I I'm yeah. not criticizing anybody who doesn't who chooses not to do it. Whatever, that's your decision. But I feel that if you choose not to vaccinate your child. It's because your fear factor is higher than your knowledge factor on the subject. And I think that, you know what? I think a lot of the stuff that's in these emulsifications and these vaccines are very bad. But I think that stu- there are other things out there in the world that are worse, like measles and rubella. First of all, the, and, 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 but this is what I want to measles? No. But listen, this is what I want to touch on as far as that's concerned. I mean, what you can is die, but, yeah. when you do very start rare. looking at this, and I am a very logical person, and I want to make sure that I feel really good about a decision that severe that I make for somebody that I care for more in this whole world and myself. Right. You know, it's not that I just idly stood by and bought into conspiracies 
and decided, oh, I'm not going to vaccinate, I'm not going to poison my child. Okay, I do believe that science has come a long way. I do believe that there are some medical techniques that definitely take and prolong life and, and are good for us. I don't think that 70-plus vaccinations by the time a child is the age of five... You stepped in with the a rate, No, no, I'm fine with it. I'm with waiting. A, I'm with letting a her make high her point. rate of adverse reactions at the very... What's a high rate? A high rate is... What is a high rate number-wise? Tell me what the, a high the rate is. The reason I say high rate is because when you start considering if the risk is worth the reward, you realize that it's not. It way outweighs the the likelihood of them contracting those particular diseases, which are all pretty much 100% treatable. I'm, I'm letting you finish that, but I, I think that... You're right that in, in what you're saying and the numbers and the facts that you are using, that is correct. However, the problem is that the real major studies that are actually on file, and listen, this is not conspiracy, this is not media, okay? These are people who are doctors that do studies over years and years and years. And sometimes medical thoughts and practices and procedures do not seem to be right. But chemistry meets biology meets a lot of other things turns into something else. So uh, every vaccine is loaded with as many possible vaccines as possible that will hold the, that particular emulsification, which there are many extraneous chemicals and other active ingredients, so that that mix will stay. And what they use is they use two usual ingredients, part of that, which is an emulsificator. But that's, that's and, another and thing that bothers me, Ben, is that they are using those things as stabilizers. You have to. And, that's Well, chemistry. you do have to have a stabilizer, but there are much healthier alternatives as stabilizers that could be used. So what are we doing? We're Science is always right, so it's the wrong. worth right. of a human being for cost effectiveness and something that's being injected into their body. I, I don't and think that's children, it. Our children, we're doing that to our children. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm it. not. No, I'm, I'm like not arguing the fact that you're passionate or, or so, that uh, you've tried to read up on this. Colin but I, I am going to I didn't stress try the fact. Read up on this. I read on this <laughs> all the time. Well, okay. Well, you read the a lot of really bad science. No, I'm not reading bad science. I think you are. I'm reading everything involved. I really, truly am. And don't mind, I think, but I'm sitting don't here and I, making I'm comparisons. And look, show here. I can get him vaccinated <laughs> when he gets older. You, yeah, my my problem is the process of the whole thing. My biggest issue is other that they load... Other people's problems are that they could get that something serious and then bring it to their other children. They're doing three and four vaccinations at so, a time. Uh, do you want some there are nuggets, proven Dave? and shown... Get you some chicken adverse reactions to this. Even Stop talking over your wife making her point. I'm sorry. Brain damage sorry. or autism or whatever. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't do that, right. there's kids ending up with bowel issues, um, brain damage, all kinds of different organ failure issues, blood disorders. I think that's, I just think that that's really wrong. And no, I think that well, the science or whatever you're reading is very bad and dangerous. No, let's, let's not forget the $80 million that have been paid, that, that have been paid out by if, the vaccine injury court, the private silent. So, so there were, there were two, there were two reasons, by the way. There are two reasons, and I, I had this conversation with Brent Hatley before. There are two reasons why people cease to make things go through the legal system and make it go to arbitration slash 
a mandated court, right? right the right. two reasons are, number one, something's fucked up and they're trying to cover it up. That's mm-hmm. possible. That's one of the things. That's mm-hmm. why they usually have that. Right. Number two is that so many people are under false pretenses that it's become such a problem that they have to just fast way somebody out the back door because it would clog up the system so bad that nobody could get anything done anymore. So those are well, the two reasons. You have, to, you have to ask yourself this question, Ben. Why are the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors both uh, completely protected from any, <laughs> any kind of lawsuit <laughs> based on injury? That, that's not true. They're not. <laughs> yes, they are. No, no, they're not. That's just false information that, right No, there. they're, they're, they're protected. They're protected whether they give the shot or don't give the shot. They, the doctors are completely protected That's not from what you lawsuits. said. Now you said the shot before you hey. said any medical procedure. No, no, no. I was talking about, I was talking about vaccination. You said any medical procedure. I, I was talking about vaccination. <laughs> you made a broad statement. <laughs> okay, so... With vaccination. Hey, hold on. Yeah, that came out. Well, yeah, there's a vaccine injury court. And yes, that's there like is. A completely... yes, there is a vaccine yes. injury. Court. Yes, Dave. Well, there's this guy uh, who just posted. Uh, his name is Rick on the Facebook page, and he told us told me to Google Paul Thorson, and I'm reading this, and this guy is a Danish researcher who's been accused of financial fraud, who has co-authored some of the most frequently cited studies concluding that there is no link between thimerosal containing vaccines and autism. So you read a little bit on this, and it just shows that this guy seems to be a douchebag. There are a lot of and douchebags making a lot of points on both sides of well, every argument under the sun, and that means yeah, but, nothing. And there, there, there right, is so some legitimacy, though, to when this whole thimerosal argument, because... You know they want to relate this this high metal poisoning and that that's causing a neurotoxicity which results in autism. And the the fact of the matter is is that aluminum is the most abundant element element on on the planet. planet. Yes, you know we are exposed to that. We breathe it. We eat it. It's in pretty much every single source of food you're going to eat. Mm -hmm. We do already have like a high amount. I don't think that it's due to thimerosal. I don't think it's due to each individual vaccination. I think it's due to the overload. When they're doing three and four at a time, when that body is still developing, the brain is still developing, and you're slowing it down, you're shocking the system, it's creating a overhaul, and it is shown that there are one in four sometimes more in studies that cannot handle it. Well, that's a high amount of children okay. that are potentially getting damaged. So, so so, here's the real truth, and this is the real scary part about it. And I actually had, I posted the actual journals from the American Health Organization, the World Health Organization, last week on Facebook. Yeah. So the problem is that real studies actually have been done. And they really did study and count the number of people and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And that's how real science is done, is through actual trials. And the problem is that the three studies that came out, number one came out around 2000, 2001, number two around 2003, 2004, and then they did two more between that point and 2008. And the problem is that they and actually proved... 2011. Well, that was the last one that was was really after the first trend, which is that they've already proven that there really is no link, and I'm I'm... I'm picking something specific, so I'm not saying that it's right. great for you. I'm saying it doesn't cause autism. It's just not true. I, and that the, the emulsification agent that you were referring to before, there was some question because it was so commonly used in a certain region that had more cases, right. but they turned out to be false when they looked at the other factors and the way that autism was defined and, and 
And I agree with that, and that's why I don't like to buy into the whole autism spectrum, (laughs) no pun intended. Right. But that... But that's a valid point because autism really means a lot. Autism right, means so, yeah. I get so nervous in public. But I, 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 I do, like I, I do think <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, that a cluster Dave, of vaccinations can trigger autism. Ha, let Dave interject. All right, so go ahead, go ahead, Dave. Hold on, hold on. YouTube. We have to, we have to think. Let's try to reverse engineer Could you uh, lower the uh, thing because I keep hearing myself in the echo? Go ahead. And it's freaking me out. Um, why is it that in countries that don't vaccinate, there's no autism? There's no because trigger. they don't even have bread, Dave, and they can't fucking pay somebody to That's count how many irrelevant. people have autism. Well, all right, Bullshit. So what, Bullshit is causing, No, no. What is causing autism? Well, uh, can I because say everybody, something Everybody here? seems to say what isn't. Well, Why somebody I have say a, what it is? And I we have could, a we, theory we could on use, that. We could use you know, circumstantial evidence to try to figure this out uh, because whatever, whatever the uh, detractors are saying seem to be wrong. Because I got a friend who's who's got a daughter that uh, from England that's got a uh, autistic daughter, and we were having this Your conversation long before. Your friend from England or just a daughter? What? <laughs> <laughs> you said from England. Is the daughter from England or just a friend or both? No, oh, the whole family. Okay, the whole family. Uh, I'm sorry, I need to know. Otherwise, I'd have him on the show. I need to know. Um, you got to classify or clarify things for Ben. You know that. But uh, yeah, I got to paint a picture in my head. <laughs> so this Kevin, is this was I actually mean, like an oh four oh five when I was talking to him about it, and he was researching. The guy was smart. He goes, "I I need to find out why there's no autistic children in Africa, but yet all the, in all of the uh, you know uh, first world countries there is, you know, and we have to look at you know the 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 rate of increase or the the, the when it, things started to get higher with autism." Was also the same timeline when they started giving you, you know, when I grew up, I don't know, four or five shots I got. Now there's, you know, 18. No, you know, now there's 64. There's by a the lot. Age, by yeah. the age of two and a half, three years old, it's up to 64 shots. It was like age. five or six, Dave, when we grew up. Yeah, that's right. I got maybe <laughs> 10 at the most yeah. when I grew up, you know. Right. So, so, so there, there, we could, we can take some of this evidence and make an assumption of, hmm, this looks like something. And then you got, and then, then you start to look at the other side of the coin. Why is there a special uh, vaccine port? Why is it that when 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 the um, yeah, but Dave, wouldn't you when say they get paid, the 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 the, uh, the taxpayers have to pay? Yeah, but Dave, not the company. Dave, there's a lot of other things like that too in tort reform too in general that they have a special court because so many people just latch on to these conventional quote unquote wisdom statements that are not true. Yeah, but, and don't say that's not true. But then, then part of the reason why they have the vaccine court is to hide damages and injury. They don't want that publicized. That's why those courts are held secretly, and there is no. I I I already am sitting here admitting to that as fact. I'm saying the reason that it's there in the first place is because there's so many frivolous lawsuits, and the people who happen to be the jury of their peers, if it was going to happen, are misinformed, and it there's no way around it. But isn't that our political standard, is, is to have a jury or peers decide the outcome of, of what's being judged? Do you really believe that most of us would ever get jury of our peers? I'll tell you something. I, I, had a, I had actually an experience where I was a juror, and I was on the jury. We deliberated and all that shit. Right. And it, for me, all it did was reestablish my faith in the system. 
And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm saying it's fucked up a lot of the time. And I think that that's kind of the same thing. And I think in general, a lot of the differences in opinion that I may have with a few people here or not is that I'm one of those people where I'm not saying that everything you're saying is not true or you're dumb or you know what I mean? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I believe that on a specific issue, I fall here and this is what I truly believe and hold my faith in. And I think that you are on a different side of that and you have your faith somewhere else. Well, that brings us back to where we started this whole entire show at tonight is that we're all going to have different opinions on things. And we're not telling you that, you know, you don't have kids, but we're not telling you you shouldn't vaccinate right. your child. We're saying, you know what, we don't vaccinate our child because of this reason. And I, I don't know what would so happen, though. If I was a dad, here. I might be too scared. I, I might not be able to do anything. Well, can I just say... um my biggest thing is if I could ask parents to give it time, not all these vaccinations need to be given by the age of five. Diaco Consider, say two and talking before the first. Yeah. Right, exactly. You need to know how your how your child is reacting because every single vaccine that they receive, their body temperature is going to raise. They're going to be off kilter. It causes an autoimmune it, it, response, it first of all. It does. And so they are Which going the to react the and they're going to have a hard time it. understanding it. Why are you, why, you know, by the time they're the age of two, if you follow schedule, you're going to be at 42 vaccinations. <clears throat> okay. That's no, a lot. I, and I they do three we, and four at a time and they're constantly so, in there and they're constantly sick. So can I, can I just make a little statement before? Real quick, when I'm not going to, I'm not even getting political or on the side Go of ahead. an argument. I'm saying that I posted something on Facebook last week, and I believe it. And oh, you two went at this earlier this was, week on Facebook. I look, forgot. I know. I was trolling everybody all week. But I, I found something, and it said, Not everyone thinks the way you think, knows the things you know, believes the things you believe, nor acts the way you would act. Remember this... Remember this, <laughs> and you will like... I'm like, remember this? I'm like, Ukrainian, speaking English for first time. Remember this. Yeah, you remember this. So remember this, and you will go a long way in getting along with people. So the point is, I posted this on my Facebook, and what I said was that I had to share, I think this is true, people should embrace and treasure the difference of opinion. It's the only way you can test, expand... Or transform your own thinking, period. So I may agree with you today. I may disagree with you today or tomorrow or vice versa. It doesn't matter. We're having these conversations because we're sharing what's important to us and the way that we think about a certain situation or an option or whatever. I don't have kids. I don't have to make that call. Right. So to me, there's never a risk for anything because I don't have a kid. But that goes well, back, if I was that in your position, to... knowing a lot of the shit that goes on, I might get fucking paranoid or freaked out, and I don't know what that I would do. That goes back well, to judging me... people on what their decisions are based on their own personal beliefs and being called crazy or a McCarthy follower or... Or, you know, being endangering everybody else around us. Well, if you believe in vaccines so much, then you're not in danger if you've had your vaccines and your kids have. So it's, it shouldn't be an issue, you know? That's one of the biggest issues I have. And that goes back to, again, the, circling back the to the beginning of the show. the biggest issue they have is that there is an abundance of scientific information in support of vaccinating, Sean. And so, you know, some parents look at us as neglectful and crazy, and that's just how it's going to be. 
Um, Speaking of neglectful. My biggest thing is please do not overload your child with this bullshit before they're able to tell you how they're actually feeling. There's plenty of time to get all these vaccinations. There's upwards of 70 plus vaccinations they can have until uh, up until the age of five. And those are actually uh, free of any aluminum <laughs> particulates. It's you know six what and call- under, it's not approved. I know that you know what that's called in, in England. <laughs> what? No. What, what? it's called in England? Alum? Aluminium. 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 Thank you. <laughs> well, so I'm like, aluminium. You live there, not me. That so was a ben, long time That ago. was a Come softball. On. I ben, was throwing that I, to you. Yeah, ben, part of the I, problem is... I didn't pick is, up on that. Is, is mercury is part of the thing in the Marisol. I don't know well, if you've no, ever no, seen. I know. I don't know if you ever seen the the study that they did where I've they done, took the brain I've read tissue. A lot of shit. Have, have about you seen this. where they took the brain the, the brain tissue and they applied a drop of mercury at the beginning of it and it just ate the whole piece of brain tissue up? Do you know you could do the same thing with Taco Bell hot sauce? No, yeah. that's why I don't eat Taco Bell. Well, I do, is, and it's fucking delicious. Some of these, Shut yeah, up, Dave. some of these tests are <laughs> sort of unreasonable because no, that was a great, that was a great, that was done by a college, a scientific. But if you put any college. chemical other yeah. than water on a brain, it's going to eat the fuck yeah. through it. Well, then maybe we shouldn't have mercury in our shots that are going past a blood... But that is what you call a non-sequitur, because it's got nothing to fucking do with anything. It goes past a blood... It goes past the barrier. It goes right past, because you're injecting it right in. It's going right past the blood, blame, blood, 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 brain What would be the difference if it was blue ink? Or strawberry ice cream, or fucking tofu. Well, why would you? What would be the difference? Why would you inject any of that into my, your veins? I'm saying that's you're you're making right. zero point. Here. First of all, I, am, yeah, I, I don't have like an outlook that vaccines cause like an immediate, you know, like shutdown of the total and complete fucking system. No, you're I think just, the biggest issue with it is when you inundate your kids with it. You, that's why we are getting children with like autoimmune diseases and like heavy I allergy with that issues. No, I don't. Well, I, think I do, that it, and I'll tell you why. Because totally increasing the no, no. People expanded the definition of a million fucking problems in this world over the last twenty years. That is why there's a growth or an abundance in anything. I don't think that's the case at all. That would be the four toed one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck you, strip man. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Kevin in Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, that was an interesting debate, you two. Are you you, you two done? We're done. We're fine. Are are you sure? No, it's fine. I mean, I didn't have to say anything for over an hour. It's not like a big deal. I was kind of mad that you kept talking over her, trying to make her case. No, I was just having a conversation with Dave. You can't. You can't make my case. You were censoring us. <laughs> you were censoring us, as far as I'm you concerned. Were. No, I was he can because it's, it's his. It's his well, show. Yeah, it's his show, kind of, station. Yeah. Just a little bit. But What's that's that, Dave? Do don't it. don't kiss his ass. Yeah, Dave. that's my wife. Dave. <laughs> I don't know. Don't stop kissing his ass, Dave. You, you I'm not kiss kissing ass, his ass. Dave, I'm standing. Okay. I'm standing up for personal rights. You could do whatever you want with the yeah. shit that you he want. He hasn't been married in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I have the right to personal take Personal rights. There might be a reason for that. I have the right to take a shit in the fucking backseat of your fucking Suburban. <laughs> you do not. I own that vehicle. <laughs> I have a right. I have a shit that I would like to take. You could do, <laughs> you take you it do somewhere it in your else. car. <laughs> <laughs> you and take that shit You know what happened if you friend. did? 
Yeah, right? you'd shoot me in the face. Now I'm switching your ass. I'd take out the twenty two just so that, you know, uh, you'd have this nice little scar. And uh, hopefully you'd limp a little bit every time. So every step, every other step you took, you'd remember about me shooting in the ass because you took a shit in my car. Uh, at least let me take the shit first. You don't want to get shot in the ass. <laughs> don't want to get shot in the ass. I'm already regretting this. I didn't even do it yet. <laughs> right. Uh, Notice really I said yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to, uh, you know. If ever I get away with taking a shit in the backseat of your car, Dave. I'm going to take my show back over. I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I want to thank, uh, again, Paul for joining us. We're getting close to the end here. I want to thank Ben. You know, it, it never fails when he comes here. We have a good time. It's always an enjoyable show. Mm-hmm. Same we, here, we got brother. time still to go. But, yeah, I'm you know, always happy to be here. I just want to make sure I get through making sure I address all uh, everybody that I want to address because, you know, you come down for my birthday every yes. year. We like help. an awesome... Yeah. I have every year for your birthday to last at least three, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even though he loves Jews. I do. I'm a Jew lover. It's, you it's are. Right. My my grandfather actually was Jewish. My step grandfather. One of my good friends is Jewish. Yeah. My stepfather's Jewish. Hey, his name was Bernie Singer. Okay. He ate. The, he's he got ate money. the matzah. He read the Torah. He was a good man. But they don't, you know, run the bank. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shomer fucking Shabbos. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know, there's some points there that need to be La-chaim. understood in that La-chaim. whole conversation. No, there really aren't. No, I, really I mean, think yes, there, is. there are. There are some points that need to be understood in that conversation. Which ones? No. Can you please yeah. isolate them and explain and expound? What was that about not, the Jew? Not at this point in time. <laughs> All I hear is throw the Jew down the well. <laughs> I was like, I you should grab him by his horn. Actual bonfire. <laughs> like, does that happen? Yeah. You guys are so evil. There's a problem in my country. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to be a little more tolerant. <laughs> and my country is transformed. That problem is. I, I will teach you how to be more tolerant. Throw the jewel down yes. the well. How do you do that? Like yoga? Deep yes, there's, there's meditation involved. You must you must concentrate on, on um, being caring. Namaste. And love him. Hamburger. Merlot. Merlot. Are you saying Merlot? <laughs> Merlo. It's Labrador, Merlo. man. Right. He, ben knew exactly what I was doing. It's Labrador, man. It's Labrador. <laughs> Like, hey, man, I never had this. You followed around for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what to do. No, how's it going? Oh hey, man, show. are we driving? Am I driving too fast? Where's Joe when you need him? Yeah, here for the hamburger. I driving, man. I think we're both. Oh, there's another, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that was uh, P.B. Herman. Yeah, Paul Rubens. Hamburger. Uh, where's my bike? I'm, I'm sorry. He's sorry. I'm not sorry. Large <laughs> sent me. Uh, wow, that just totally went off the rails there. <laughs> what rails? Oh, uh, we don't have any rails have when any we do rails. this show oh. here. Uh, uh, let's, so let's see here. Let's go. Uh, knuckle let's, deep. Knuckle deep. Let's go here. Knuckle we deep got, butt we got, scratch. Well, knuckle, what was it? Knuckle deep butt scratch. We right? got the Lee Camp interview tomorrow, 11 o'clock. They'll start up. The interview's 11 And then they'll go back at it 5? And then they're back on at 5 for a therapeutical release. Uh, they'll replay the interview in the last hour of that show. And then, of course, we got Kevin or, or Dave. I don't know which one now. <laughs> it's very confusing Dave. sometimes. West Coast Dave. <laughs> Kevin in Arizona with his boys, Joe and the crew, Steve, uh, for a week in review. 
And then the week starts all over. Go to the, you know, I got the, uh, I got the website updated there for the schedule. So go razradiolive.com, go to the schedule section. Uh, you can figure out what we got going on all week long. Uh, programming every night. Some of it's rebroad from other stations. Most of it's live from our own people. So make sure you're checking that out. Ben will be back in a week or two. Yeah, not this week, just because I have stuff going on, but the week after I'll be back on Monkey Snout Radio. Wednesday night, lately I've been doing it 7.45 to 9. Yep. So that's been my slot for now. He'll give you Until, just a tip. Yeah, just a tip, MSR. <laughs> and I've been doing it. I've been having he a promises. great time. He'll just stick I the always, tip hey, You know what? I love being on Raz Radio. I love you guys. All you guys are like my good friends anyway. Even you, Dave, even though you don't want to ever come over and hang out. But, you know, whatever. I did. Fuck you. Once. He comes over once. He's like, yeah. And then I went away for two weeks. And now I got no money until fucking next week, or until Wednesday. Do I charge you to come over? I need fuel to get there, don't I? I could pick your ass up if you ask me. Yeah, dumbass. You ride your bike. Not anymore. (laughs) I could pick you up. Well, well, this Friday I'm going down there. Uh, I'll come over next weekend. Go down where? There you go. Where are you going this Friday? I'm I'm going to see... Uh, Joe, because I gotta, we're gonna work on the server thing. I'll do that on Friday, and then Saturday uh, I'm coming to your house. Oh, so you should probably tell you that. Well, yeah, because we're not, gonna be, we're not gonna be here. Remember? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, we're you not gonna be here. You should stay at Joe's though. You can do. Yeah, the you're show doing the show there. with day, with Joe that on that Saturday. Might Eat well at Joe's. That's what I had to tell you. Yeah. Eat at Joe's. Wait a minute. I knew I had to tell you something. That's what I had to tell you. All right, so we're going to Jacksonville next weekend. So Joe's taking my spot with you. Right. from Jackson. So then, then I'll do it down there. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till you see his studio, man. Talk about. Uh, although, can you please make sure he records it because he pulled a four toad <laughs> and didn't record it. Um, oh, you're gonna it, have Joe and four toad together oh trying God. to wait till you see it. Be He's lucky. got like a four foot by four foot fucking huge drawing of his nutsack in Technicolor. Dude, you're going to love it's it. It's like cartoon. <laughs> his, his studio rocks. When, he was telling me that when they first, that he's got a steel door. They took out the regular house door and put a steel door on the studio. And the first mm-hmm. time they closed the door, they didn't have the window boarded. And it cracked the outside window because of the pressure oh, difference <laughs> of, of having the room sealed as well as it's sealed. Wow. Yeah, it's a fucking cool-ass studio. Although he needs to learn how to hit the record button, but that's uh, I, I know what happened there. So he said he fixed that because he broadcasts to so many different stations. He has yeah. one of the higher bitrate ones set to record, and right. it's not right. Why would you look at me when you said that? Wait, what? so wait, did he <laughs> like he has or? one of the higher rate bit fucking recorders? <laughs> not like you, you fucking scumbag. That's what you looked at me I, like. I could tell. I could tell. Ben is going from being high. To getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the changeover? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were your it's going to be real fun in the next two hours with him. <laughs> I'll be a to run around outside. La, 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 la. <laughs> no, I'm the hot We're going to sit down and get really, really high when we get off air. Yeah. Maybe, allegedly. I don't know what Actually, you're talking this, about. Actually, this particular strip, uh, well, the last one I did, uh, I was pretty fucked up. This one, I'm kind of mellow, so I'm going to have to... I have one more small uh, hit of weed left, and I'll I'll kill that, and I'll be out of everything until until payday Wednesday. Until the government gets you the government gets you the check. Government. Government. Yeah. The government guy gets you the check. Yeah. Get my money back from the government. Imagine that. Where's my money? All right. Well, you know, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. This uh, the first fifty-two on RazRadioLive.com. 
you know, make sure you check out Freedom Palooza. If you're up in the Northeast, uh, go, man. You're gonna, you're, there'll be some great speakers there, some great musicians playing. Uh, you know, Jack Blood, I know, is going to be up there. I, and next year, we'll hopefully be there. You know, that that's my plan for next year. Uh, but, you know, the, the few things we did talk about tonight, you know, research it. Look into it. If you don't, yeah, go read to yourself. For don't it. listen to us. We're just a bunch of dudes at microphones and a lady. Right. Yeah, you know, we're, yeah, we're not really, we don't know it all. We just look at other people and, uh, you know, try to figure out what they're saying and, and interpret it. So, uh, you know, check it out Interpret. yourself. Interpret, Interpret it. it. Interpret it. So, again, I want to thank Ben for coming <laughs> and joining us. It's been the first 52 on RanzRadioLive.com. We will talk to you soon. Yes, Peace sir. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this bad race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more I said give me an old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go 
guys so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Touch me once. You touched him. Now you liar. Let me tell you something. 